What is up, guys? Welcome to episode number 92 of Beef's Beef. Man, this is this is a lot. That cost a lot for that sound effect there, so hopefully it was well worth it. That was like $36, I think, on Amazon. You could have just went to E-Bombs World and got it for free. Oh, shout out to E-Bombs World. We'll take that sponsorship deal. You think they're still around? I haven't been on that website in forever. I think the last time I needed to prank call somebody, I think I used the soundboard on there. Oh, me and Jeremy yeah. used to use the Chris Farley soundboard and, and prank call Ryan. Power move right All the there. time. Dude. Early power move. All the time, bro. That's, I mean, that's where I saw like all the viral videos, the the uh, leprechaun in uh, Alabama. You remember that video? No, oh, I, I see did the not. Leprechaun say yeah. I, you never seen that video? No, I don't think I watched. I only used it for like soundboards, and I wasn't on like oh, E-Bombs. Dude, the World car the whistle rake. was on there. The whistle go whoop. Dude, you are having some problems over here, dude. What is going on? No, it just sounded like I, I haven't seen any of that. I'm talking so about I'm with sure. your mic stand. What is going on over Nothing. here? Nothing. I was just adjusting it, bro. I'm, I'm a, glad. Can a man adjust his nights or his mic stand? Not I'm a nightstand. We stand. haven't started YouTube yet, dude. We would look like a mess. No, no. I think that would look very good. I hear my right side is my good side, so like that would have been the side probably facing the camera. I think people <laughs> would have greatly appreciated that, but. You know, the thing you're trying to do is throw me off my game again. And I'm used to this, and so I got thrown off a little bit. I'll give you credit on this one. <laughs> I did, yeah, I messed up your mic stand, so I would throw you off. Correct. And, well, you didn't throw it off, but you just you killed the juju. You killed the vibe. So I'm going to get the vibe right again. And we're going to go on episode number 92 with the best, most exclusive, greatest part of the episode. Actually, today... I got to give credit where credit is due. I'm hoping we've got a great guest on here later. I'm hoping that that will be much better than what my intro is. But I mean, if it's anything like last time, I think it will be. Yeah, my intro will be good? No. If oh. it's if the interview that we have coming on later is like anything like the last one, it'll be really good. I see what you're saying. I thought you were just giving me credit for my good introduction, so I should have known better no. at that point. So. Go on with the board. Okay, fine. So we're on number 92, right? 92. So 92 has a couple of significance, right? First of all, shout out to D. Grimes, my good friend Daniel. Um, D is a big fan of this, but there is a Beretta 92 semi-automatic pistol. So, shout out to D. Are you sure he is? What? Like are, like he's told you that he was a fan of that? No, not of that specific gun. I'm saying he enjoys his firearms, as oh. do I. Okay. So, yeah, Beretta 92 semi-automatic pistol. Um, also, while we were looking at the significance of 92, I noticed that Saab, Saab's first car ever, first production model, was a Saab 92. So, shout out to the speeds. And the funny, funny thing about meatballs. Saab, it's what, what I want to do every time you start this. Segment. Oh, okay. I shouldn't have. I knew not to put Saab on there, but I thought that was significant enough. Um, we'll go to my personal favorite part of the segment: number for Pakistan. So whenever you're dialing to call to Pakistan, you have to dial number ninety-two. Um, we've had a lot of different countries on here. Like I, I've given you guys good information on those numbers. You still haven't given me a country that I care to call. Yeah, I could see how Pakistan might not be on the top of your list, but I, I do feel like maybe there's some. But I don't have anybody here. You know, last time was Ennis Cantor with Turkey. I don't have anybody here who I think you need to call. So I'm guessing America is just one. I say eight one two. No, I mean no, it, I would be, it would be it would be one, right? 
I think so. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to give away my hand in case it's 101 or if it's, you know, a future one. But just know I have that in my bag. I just don't want to say it on air. Um, we'll, we'll get into some other fun ones. So, first of all, now you're going to have to follow this, all right? Because this is one of those ones like the coins last week you weren't fully following. you got to follow this. So, 92 is the Guinness World Record for longest place name that has 92 characters in that place name, okay? I'm not even going to try to pronounce it. Google it. Do you know where it's at? I do not. But when you read the name, it has to be Asian. Shout out to all my Asian fans and listeners out there. Yeah. I've got nothing. Yeah. I, don't want, I, had someone, I had someone else message me. Death message or was it? No, it was not a death method. Death method message. You got me talking yes. like you knew, dude. Yes. What the heck, man? I was going to give you crud. Yeah, you got me line. talking like you. So, no, I actually got us a new listener. Uh, to, Shout out to the new listener. Yeah. Uh, he's He started listening recently and he messaged me out of nowhere on Facebook and said, or Stop he the hate. No, he didn't mess me up. We were in the middle of a conversation because he's talking about starting his own podcast. And he was asking me for pointers. Why he was asking me for pointers, I don't know. I wouldn't really say that I'm very good. You're almost the king of podcasting currently. No. You're definitely not the queen. You know, I know you're in that transitional period we mentioned before, but it's, you know, I'd say you're like the prince S because it's like prince, you know. He literally writes me and says, bro, why do you hate Asians? Yeah. And I was like, no, I don't hate it. No, because this is the thing. You kept telling me, oh, you're not getting that. I, I tried to tell you. We need to listen to what the people say. And it's unfortunate to hear all of that. That's why I wanted to give another shout out to our Asians. If you guys knew how much this hurt me, man, I don't really hate Asians. Allegedly. I don't. That's, no that's, well, I'm only using that three times this podcast. Well, not, you've already used one. This yeah. is like your wishes. I know I've got. Shout out to Led. Yep. Three wishes. I've got a feeling that I'm going to do it later as well, too. But well, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna, you said three times. I'm going to keep one. No, I'm saying I'm going to keep one in the bag because you never know when you might need that word. Allegedly. So, yeah. I didn't say it. You said it. That doesn't count towards mine. I'm not saying that that counted towards mine. But I'll move on because, obviously, you want me to say that word and use up all three strikes. I'm not going to do that. So, ever heard of a club called Club 92? Sounds like a Disney Channel original movie. Well, actually, I feel like that wouldn't be a terrible name. I don't know what it, what would it be about if that was true. It'd be like a Disney version of Good Burger. 92? Why Club would, 92. Yeah, why would 92 be a Disney version? I don't know. Of oh, I just, okay. I'm spitballing. That's why I don't write movies. Dude. I'm with you. That was, I, I do think Club 92 would be like, you know, maybe it was like a teenage hip-hop bar or whatever for the like youngsters. Like the Max on Saved by the Bell. Yeah. So it could be a little you bit. You probably anything. have no idea what I'm talking about. I have about zero clue. I didn't watch Saved by the Bell. What do I look like? Obviously, then how did you bring that question? Because with, no, I'm calling no, you out. No, you're not calling. I'm calling you out. You brought that question and Kelly Kapowski. Kelly Kapowski till your death, and you didn't even watch the show. Well, clearly I didn't die, so obviously I, win. I wasn't. I win. That automatic. Much. No, automatic loss. Topanga Lawrence. No, yes. I've seen episodes. I'm not an average watcher. Screech, I know who Screech is. Yeah, you Zach like, Morris, you're like I know Screech. Who, well, I I feel like that's respect at the end of the day. No, it's not. He has, he's had a tough career over, you know. Yeah. But he, I'm just saying he he was a good actor on there. Um, Casey Slater, 
AC Slater. Slater. Bro, you were you know ruining your credibility. No, with that's the... what I'm saying. He's oh, on all God. different kinds of stuff now. Very popular. Actually, a decent boxer as well, too. Mario Lopez. Yeah, Mario. Like, it's a Misa, Mario. It's Mario. Okay. Well, you can pronounce it however you want. He I'm getting says pronounced it's that. a me, Mario. He doesn't say it's a me, Mario. No, it's a Misa, Mario. What is it? See, you just said Mario. Mario. You said it again. Well, I think mine sounds a lot better. I, like, maybe I'm not hearing it you right. You were saying but... Mario just a minute ago. No. Like Mario. Say, okay, you say it like it sounds at the beginning of the game. Give it a little bit of twang. It's Mario. Put the it's stink Mario. on it. Yeah, but put the stink on it. Go ahead. Drop the intro. Mario. It's a me, sir. Mario. It's Mario. That one did sound a little bit more like Mar. But See? That's what I'm, that's well, all I'm saying. Okay. It's not Mario. Okay. I don't have any of the Mario games. You know, the Mario Brothers. So I, I don't No remember. one has Mario Brothers unless you have like a Smintendo. Smintendo? Yeah, like a knockoff Nintendo. I don't know if they make those, but yeah, I'm going to have to do some research. They probably research. don't make Mario Brothers either. Well, okay. Now you're just hating. I get it. I'm not hating. I'm bringing facts. But anyways, back to Club 92. So Club 92 is a pretty cool thing that revolves around sports. And uh, this goes back to all of our football fans across the world, a.k.a. what some in America would call soccers. But it's a society. Soccers. Yeah, soccers. <laughs> it's a society of. <laughs> Why did you say soccers? Listen, I don't like saying, you know, I've got a problem with some types of authority. And in the dictionary and in things of that nature, they tell you how to speak. And sometimes people tell you how to look. I don't abide by those rules. I see that. I live outside the box, so soccer is not a thing to me. It's soccers. And (laughs) that's how I roll, bro. But anyways, more of the story. It's a society of football (laughs) fans who have attended a home match of all 92 current clubs in the Premier League. That's you got to give credit to them. If you're going to go to 92 different home stadiums and travel like that, they deserve their credit. Club 92. On to the next one, since you are clearly giving them credit. You love soccer so much. Soccers. I love soccer. Soccers, my bad. Uh, 1992, so obviously I'm cheating here a little bit, but Oscar De La Hoya won a gold. Well, you should because she's a pretty decent little boxer. But um, won gold in the Olympics. So before his professional career, this is what I want to ask you because this was kind of intriguing to me. What country did Oscar De La Hoya win the gold medal for in the Olympics? Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico is a good guess. I would have personally said Mexico. The correct answer is... Cuba. The USA. So it's a trick question. The I knew, USA. I should have known it, man. Yeah, I almost, almost said it. Almost I'm not said asking it. you anything that's going to be easy. I'm not going to like, hey, bump set spike you. But um, also in the 92 Olympics, that brings me to something else. Probably one of my favorite basketball teams ever assembled. Hopefully one of yours as well, too. Some would call it the Dream Team. A um, couple of quick questions for you about the Dream Team. Trivia questions? Yes. Well, okay. what, what it is is 1992 was a long time ago. So what I want to do is I want to see if you can guess who is the leader in each one of these categories. Okay. Who was the leader in points per game? Leader in points per game for the Dream Team now, was Don't Charles, be looking at my sheet. Charles don't be Barkley. looking at my sheet. I was sheet. not looking at it. was Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley is correct. I saw I, – I 
to be fair, I watched the Dream Team movie, so I, I probably should know some of these. Yeah, well, uh, roughly guesstimate how many points per game he averaged. This isn't the question, but I just want to see if you really just read my sheet or not. 15? Okay. No. 18, so you didn't read my sheet. I'll no. give you a little bit of credit. Okay. Uh, assists per game. This one surprised me a little bit. As did the points uh, assist per game. Assists per game, I'm going to go with Jordan. Jordan is a not terrible guess. I would have said Magic Johnson when I thought originally. Scottie Pippen is the correct answer. So that was my second guess. I mean, serious. That really was my second guess. And the reason, because if you remember watching some of those highlights, those two guys were being really passive. And the reason I didn't say Magic is because him and Bird really didn't play that big of a role other than leadership on that team. Yeah. Because they were towards the back end of their career. Bird was really hampered by injuries. So correct. those two guys didn't really play a huge role on the Dream Team. Bird had been hurt going into it, but he still did play all eight games. It's like you said, he didn't play a ton of minutes in there. Yeah. Stockton is the only guy who didn't actually play all eight games. Fun fact. Even funny story. Did you see the vi- did you watch the Dream Team movie? Yes, of him walking Walk, around. Walking him walking around wearing the shirt of the Dream Team and asking people if they knew who John Stockton was was so good. To their face. Yeah. Videotaping <laughs> them. Hey, this guy on this shirt, do you know who this is? Yeah. Classic power move right there too. Uh rebounds. Rebounds, I'm gonna go And all these I'm going per game, by the way. I'm gonna go um, two answers will work here, so you got a better chance. I'm gonna go Ewing. Ewing is one of them. Do you want to try to guess the other? Malone. Malone is correct. Oh uh, gosh, you read my sheet, dude. I did you're not read your sheet. I promise. Okay. Well, since you didn't read my sheet, then you're not gonna get this one correct. I'm gonna go ahead and make this my lock of the week. Who led the team in free throw percentage? Free throw percentage. Now was. So you're probably not going to know the answer to this, but mm-hmm. was there a certain amount of free throws they had to take, or did it matter? You know what? I do know the answer to this, my good friend, because I do a little bit of research, and I'm going to say 20 was the minimum for the eight games. Okay. So I'm going to go with Chris Mullen. Chris Mullen is close. Chris Chin Leitner is the correct wow. answer. Shocker there. Shot 90%, hence my 20 Shot minimum, 18 for 20 in the Olympics. So can I get extra credit if I can name all the players? No, because everybody can do that. I guarantee you they can't. I guarantee you people can't name the whole team. I bet if you wouldn't have said Christian Leitner's name there, a lot of people would have forgotten him. Yeah, that that would be the one they would forget. And uh, who? this is why I'll ask you. I'll give you extra credit for this. And I guess this is kind of opinion. Who were the two biggest snubs? Because one of them is a snub by Christian Leitner replacing him. I already know. You don't even got to finish. Isaiah Thomas and Shaq. Good answer. Shaq should have been on that team for sure over Leitner. And Isaiah Thomas should have been on that team regardless. I mean, I don't know who you drop. Stockton. You drop Stockton. Yeah. You drop Stockton and Isaiah Thomas. And no no offense to John Stockton, but Isaiah Thomas was the best point guard in the NBA at that point. Correct. Even if worse came to worse, you could have dropped Magic or you could have dropped – Bird, just because, like you said, end of the career, ailing. I, I agree. Stockton was the correct answer because, yeah, he was not full full health. Uh, three point percentage. Three point percentage. Um, I'll go with Mullen on that one. Mullen was close. Mullen was in there. He shot his fair share. Barkley is the correct answer. Wow. Barkley actually shot 87.5% in the Olympics. Now, he didn't shoot a ton of threes, mm-hmm. so that's kind of skewed. There was no rule on how many he had to hit on this. Still, it's shout-out to Barkley. Uh, field goal percentage. Uh, David Robinson. I tried. I mean, I gave you three-point. I gave you field goal. 
Barkley again. Barkley again. If you couldn't tell, Barkley was dominant in the Olympics. 71% from the field blew my mind. I mean, that's that's a phenomenal percentage. A lot of dunks, a lot of wide-open shots. Um, now, two final questions for you on the best segment of the podcast. Who attempted the most shots on the team, and who attempted the least shots on the team? The least amount of shots, I'm going to go with Bird. Okay. Who is that is right? The, who is the I don't know, but who attempted the most? Mm, the most shots attempted for the team, I'm going to go with... It's not Barkley. No, I'm going to go with Barkley. I'm going to go with Barkley taking no, the most shots. you knew percentage-wise he was He had so a lot good. of dunks, though. True, but it was not Barkley. Jordan took the most shots. Hun- 113 shots he took in the Olympics. That's not that many for eight games, but that's still a good amount. What's the average on that? Uh, eight games, that's... 15? Yeah, somewhere 15, around there. 15, 30... You know what I'm saying. Okay. And uh, Stockton was the least shot attempts. Stockton only had eight shot attempts in the Olympics. So he took one shot a game. Yeah. Well, he only played, I forget if it was four games or two games. Fifteen, pretty much 15 shots. 14.75. That sounds like that's what I said. Yeah. If I remember correctly. You know what I'm saying. I was, I was, I was saying you were correct. Confirming my supreme math analysis. Yeah. Yeah. So what else you got over there for the number nine? That's what I had for you, man. Had, had a little bit of fun. I'll say this one was better than their past ones. I'll give you credit. All of them? This one was better than the other ones. Wow. Because okay. you had some trivia for me. You bring trivia to you're gonna you're gonna intrigue yeah. me a little more. And you did fairly well. I mean, I will say you're terrible overall at most of it, but at least you got a couple right on this one. That's what I'll say. Yeah. So got to update you guys on two things for the lock of the week. We you got one dub. The Blues won the Stanley Cup because that happened after we got after we finished last week. Better logo. That's not that's not why they won. Well, but, it's not the only reason, but, but it didn't hurt. You had that you had that three zero lead for about twelve hours. Before you go into this, do you want me to tell you a secret? It's not really too much of a secret because I'm going to say it on the podcast. Last night, I had to buy some Air Max ninety sevens to match my St. Louis Blues jersey. You bought a St. Louis Blues jersey? No, I didn't actually. That was a lie. But I did buy some Air Max 97s that would match a St. Louis jersey just so I could rub it in your face that they won. Weird flex. Yeah. Okay. No, no, they were 30 bucks. It was a good deal. But Australia went down under and beat Brazil. Which is terrible. I told you. I, I called that. I had a lot of confidence on the podcast for Brazil. They hadn't won in five years. You know, shout out to my Brazilian ladies out there. You know what it is. You better do something. They were terrible. Yeah. If this were MMA, the Brazilian women are magnificent. Uh, they speak Portuguese that, in Brazil? I, they don't speak whatever you just spoke. I know magnificent? That. I, don't, I don't even know what that is. I'm not positive either. Is it like vampire? It sounded a little uh, Italian. It sounded like Count Chocula. Listen, man, I'm having a rough allergy day. <laughs> so you're blaming your, your Count Chocula accent on allergies? Well, uh, yeah. I would say that's part of the reason why. Sure thing, Robert Pattinson. That's yeah. fine. So we're, you brought a new – I'm a little worried about this because you say the person always brings it wins, which hasn't bode well for myself. I've only – I brought two of them and lost one and won one. So Correct. 
But you brought one to me. What what we got here for the lock of the week? You know, I was thinking about what's something fun off the beaten path and was trying to look at events that were coming up and just wasn't seeing anything I was looking for. And unfortunately, I've been so busy, I haven't had a lot of time to spend um, researching all these pieces, right? So what I decided to do was to type in fun sporting events coming up into, you know, I'm not going to tell you my website that I use because you've already SGs. given no, some of my secrets away. That's not true. It doesn't start with a G and end with an E. But whenever I did that research, I found out that there's a sporting event that has 67 million players internationally. You ask, what is that sporting event? Soccer's. Soccer's is a close one. <laughs> I think soccer's has more than 67 million, if I were guessing. But it's esports. And esports is a brand new phenomenon. E- esports are. An old thing that is brought to the new cycle because it's competitive nature, it's interacting with other people around the world, but the specific eSport that we're referencing is League of Legends. Some would call it LOL, and no, that's not funny. I'm being serious. It's LOL. And we've got a tough matchup that is supposedly, I'm not using my extra one, well played, taking place. Um, you've got the number two and number three ranked teams number in the two, world. Um, Dr. Evil. Yeah, you took, you did some homework and took the better team. I know what you did. I, I honestly had, no, I didn't. Well, then fine. Tell them your team name, who you picked. So, what was your team name? My team is Fun Plus Phoenix. And what game were they playing? League of Legends? League of Legends. And to all my FPX fans out there, shout out FPX. What the heck is that? You know, it's a little inside Dude, lingo. you cheated No, me, no, 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 man. You cheated me. I'm so just saying. I'll let you pick. Two, he I'll gave let me the pick. two names, and my team name is called Royal Never Give Up because I love the restaurant Royals. Yeah, Royals Never Give Up. Royals actually, never give up. Correct. I, dude, it's kind of like soccer. I don't know if we've talked about it on here, but what? I enlightened you to Royals, dude. And you were like, yeah, the place is fire. Yeah, it's pretty good. Now, you want me to enlighten you to something else? What's that? Haven't been back since. Yeah, because you, we haven't gone together. True. I feel like you don't go to Louisville very often unless it's open gyms without me. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, gonna I'm not giving saying, you crap, but I'm being serious. No, you're not giving me crap, but I'm not going to keep saying you're right on here. That's what I won't do. So <laughs> in this case, you know, you might be right, but if you say something that's correct again, I've had my More fair share. More often than the not, evening. you go you go to Louisville with me unless it's to play in open gyms. Correct. I would say I. So literally, you said I'm right again. Thank you. No. <laughs> that is, I said correct. There's a big difference. There's only one other time when I go to Louisville, or two other times, and that's to buy or sell shoes and to go to Nike. Yeah. Because Nike is my favorite place. So if anybody wants, you know, to all my sugar mamas out there, if you need to get me a present, you know, I'll take Nike gift cards, please. So, and thank you. So uh, you just reminded me of something. I don't my know sugar mamas? No. Oh, you my bad. talking about shoes. Yes. I didn't tell you this, but they announced yesterday two things at that fan event that I got to go to. Yeah. Hopefully you guys saw some of those pictures. It was pretty cool. Um, first thing. Shout out to the pictures. Shout out to the Perfect Attendance fan event. Shout out to that. Yeah. So one of the things they announced was that Louisville will be the only team in all of sports to be wearing the Donovan Mitchell shoes. Really? 
Yes. They will be the exclusive team to wear them. The only team to do it. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I don't know why they would limit that to you all, but I mean, for you all, I like that. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's pretty cool for Don. I mean, I'm sure it was Donovan saying, like, hey, I want them to be the only team to be able to wear them. You want me to keep it real with you? I mean, that's fine. I mean, you know I know these type of things. Nobody else wanted them. I don't think that's true. I don't. I'm just saying. You know, I'd whisper that so that not everybody would hear it, but nobody else wanted them. I mean, you just said, I don't know why they would do that. I'm, I'm not sure what you're referencing, but hey. The no, other thing. Nobody else wanted them. I mean, I don't wear Adidas anyway, so it's not like you're hurting my feelings. No, it's the other teams. I'm just saying, you know, those other teams. Are you Are you done? I don't know. You tell so me. the other thing. Chris Mack, you know, got on the mic and was thinking all the fans were coming and for having perfect attendance and stuff like that and telling us to bring our friends. And he was like, oh, yeah. And the next time you see a game played on this court, it's going to look a lot different. Mm, dropping bombs. Bro, if they put the old Duncan Cardinal on that court. Across it. Mm. It's almost like the return of the Mac. Yes. You see what I did there? Yeah, it's been played out a little bit. Oh, man. But they did announce the the uh, Louisville Live again, which this year you should go with me. It's on a Friday night. I it's, would love to not go to that. It's dude, it's pretty cool actually. Okay, I mean I'll definitely ESPN's check it out. ESPN's supposed to be there. Yeah, like Jay Billis and stuff. I heard some rumblings about other things, but I was apparently told not to say. But it there's apparently going to be. I was told not to say. They didn't say it at the event like out loud. I was told by someone else and told that I couldn't say. Okay, but someone. Hopefully, this is a reliable individual, and hopefully, it's somebody that you. That's why I'm not going to say it on here in case it's not reliable. Reliable news. Yeah, but I heard that there was going to be somebody that a lot of people are going to want to see. BJ Cadle. No, because you just crapped on it and said you didn't want to go. No, I mean, I just thought maybe you were referencing me. No. Okay. Oh, but speaking of Louisville, Louisville's in Omaha. Uh, they played their first game on Tuesday. Ugh, I'm sorry. They played their first game on Sunday. They played the Vanderbilt Commodores from Nashville. Uh, <laughs> from Nashville. Did you, did yeah, you I, was, with that? I was yawning a little bit. I like I was, it. Yeah, I was sounding like BJ. But it was a pitcher's duel. I mean, for those of you that don't like baseball, it means it was boring. Yeah. Uh both pitchers were just dealing, and Louisville's one run uh, scored. They scored one run to tie it up. It was one one to one, and Vanderbilt's three runs they scored were off home runs by the same guy. That's not boring. Yeah, they only scored three runs, but it was off home runs both times. Yeah, one uh, in the first inning, and then one in like the seventh or eighth inning. Yeah, so it was like no runs being scored at all. Shout yeah. out to that guy. Yeah, dude, the first one he hit, it was like, as soon as he hit it, you were like, oh, my gosh. Laser. And the second one he hit it, and you are like, oh, my gosh. Like, you knew it was gone. Yeah. It sucked. But they played their second game today, the second half of their second game. So they started their first half of the game yesterday. 4-1. Yeah, they were up 4-1 going into the day, um, playing Auburn. Auburn lost to Mississippi State. Yeah, uh Sunday as well, Sunday night. They lost to Mississippi State. And a heartbreaker, dude. Auburn had a lead the entire game and blew a 5-1 to one lead in the in the ninth inning. Auburn's not that good. I got some recruiting. You know, my boy Sabato and everybody at UNC, they, Auburn doesn't impress Who me. Who did bro. Auburn beat to get to Omaha? Uh, I forget the team name, but it was something in baby blue. They're just not that good. Okay? Yeah, North Carolina's not that good. No. 
Okay. <laughs> they clearly didn't play up to their standards. Auburn's not that good. But, I mean, to be honest with you, Auburn has just completely turned it around. The regular season, it's crazy to see their stats because, like, their lineup today, they didn't have a batter that hit over 300. Really? Which is crazy to think about a team that's in Omaha and just now got eliminated. They didn't have one batter that hit over 300 for the season. Yeah, but that tells me they've got good pitching. No, like, they legitimately turned it around in the SEC tournament. Mm. Like, they, that was when they started playing well. I mean, they, they battled some injuries and – I mean, their their start their ace is still hurt. So like really? he didn't play very much in the College World Series. He's got that Tommy Johns. I, I no, he's he's got the Tommy Johns. Oh, yeah. Steroids? No, that's Bummy okay. Johns. Okay, my bad. I didn't know. That... But so Louisville plays tomorrow uh, at seven p.m., which is schedule scheduling's terrible. Why and you... they won five to three. I said they won five to three. Well, I didn't hear you. Oh no, I, you're right. I did. They no, won five to three that. today. I said that because I'm you're a right. true fan. Yeah, they won five to three today. They gave me another little scare in the ninth inning. Right. Gave up a solo home run. They were up five to two. It was a great game. It was a great game. So they they move on to take take on Mississippi State tomorrow. Who lost to Vanderbilt? Who lost to Vanderbilt? Six to three. Which is better than what it was because it was six to one for a while. Yep. Vanderbilt See, you scored, didn't watch it. Vanderbilt scored five runs in what the sixth inning. You because you got it pulled well, up over there if you want to. I don't have it pulled up. I I think you it was just the looked fifth. at your screen and read it. No, I'm not on Reddit. <laughs> so they take on Mississippi State, who which I hope the curses Mississippi State is over with because they've kind of ruined our lives lately. Yeah, uh, beat us in bowl games, beat us in the women's final four, beat us in basketball nit, men's basketball nit. Now we play them in this and with a chance to get eliminated. Hopefully, we can, you know, turn our fortunes and take off, take out Mississippi State. Because here's the thing, man with what with Omaha, yeah, Vanderbilt's the most talented team. Their bats are. They have two really, really, really good home run hitters, and then they have good bats all up and down the lineup. But as far as pitching staffs, I don't really think there's a pitching staff as deep as Louisville in this tournament. Really? Yeah, like that's one thing that I will give us. Our bats are kind of inconsistent, but our our bat our pitching is very, very good. Well, shout out to former UFL pitcher Josh Rogers, who's in the rotation for the Baltimore Orioles Baltimore as well Orioles too. From New Orleans. I'm just trying to tell you, I know my stuff. You you act like I don't know. I'm just saying I know. Yeah. So. I think if we can beat Mississippi State, I think we, I think with our pitching staff, I think we can do it, man. I think we can. The thing is, is our bats have to wake up a little bit, which we haven't. McDonald said it today. We haven't boomed yet. Like yeah. we haven't done that yet. So, which is a good thing because it, if we do that now, do for it. Yeah, I mean we're due for it. our pitchers are there. You want me to give you a little inside knowledge? Let's hear it. My good friend Jake Shields is going to have a nice little well, game. Well, you just messed up his name. Yeah, it's not Jake it's Shields. Jake Snyder. Jake Snyder. That's why I was meaning. I was looking at the wrong. I was watching MMA fights, and Jake <laughs> Shields is a good MMA fighter. The only thing that sucks, though, is that the scheduling conflict with the NBA draft, because you know how much I love the Ooh, NBA draft. Yeah. 7 p.m.? 7 p.m. is when our game is. That's when the draft starts, right? That's when... Scheduling conflicts, just like I said. Hey, is that on ESPN? Uh, our game will probably be on ESPN too. The draft is on ESPN. Listen, I don't care. About I'm your saying game. yes, so the draft will be on ESPN. Okay. Well, I, I was hoping it was on like NBC or something because I'm not going to be able to probably watch it live. The draft? Yeah. That sucks. Computer. I got a computer. Yeah. 
It sucks. I, I don't know why, man, because someone asked me today, like, why do you like to draft so much? I don't know. I just – I've and they were like, you just look at the picks later. I, I watched the NBA draft from front to back. Yeah. And, like, I, since I was a little kid, you've seen me do this, I feel like. I write every pick down. Yeah. I, I just – I'm weird like that. I've just always done that. I like the meaning of what it means for the kids. Yeah. Like, this is, this is a day they've all looked up for. I'm going to say everything twice in this next ten sentences. They just think this is life-changing to them. Yeah. So the joy will never be greater than this day because then reality As far as their in. sports career goes, yeah. Correct. Yeah. No, life in general. Uh, I think having, having a child. I think having a child is probably. No, getting married. I would say having a child. No. I mean, I don't have any kids that I know of, but. I'm going to use it. Mm-mm. I said that I know of. Right. I mean, you can't use that. I mean, I don't, I don't know of any that I have any kids. Well, okay, I'm so, not using it. Just keep trying to set me up. Speaking of the NBA, the NBA Finals ended, and it ended exactly how I wanted it to. Abruptly, abruptly. <laughs> yes, actually, not exactly how I wanted it to, because I don't ever like to see guys go down. Even if I don't like the team, I don't like to see guys go down. You know what? I'm I'm not interested in watching guys go down either. Like I I hated seeing Clay get hurt like that. You uh, kind of strike me as a guy who likes watching guys go down. No, I'm not. Okay. It's, I see where you're going with this, and this is a this is a G-rated podcast, right? I'm saying not X. I thought maybe you liked injuries. No, okay. That's no, not what you, that's not what you were hinting at. It's not what you're hinting at. But no, now here's the thing, man. I'm just saying I thought you seemed like the guy who any any means necessary. You you know me, and you know that I'm a supreme Kobe Bryant hater. True. I'm a supreme Kobe Bryant hater. I respect this game, but I've never liked Kobe as a player. Yeah. I don't think you like him as a person either, do you? I've never met him, but... That's a fair point. But stop comparing what Clay did to what Kobe did. Just stop doing that. What Kobe did to me was one of the most like crazy things I've ever seen in sports. To think of a guy rupturing his Achilles, going up there like legitimately looking like he was fighting back tears because it hurt so bad. Oh, yeah. And hitting two free throws and then walking off the court. Granted, tearing an ACL, I'm sure, is painful. Yeah. But... Unfortunately, I've seen a couple. To me, I don't know if I'm more afraid of hurting myself more than tearing or rupturing an Achilles. That just... Dude, it just well, seems... we just watched oh, it with KD, and yeah. when you watch that video of it exploding in his leg, it's not very enjoyable to see. No. But... Uh, the NBA Finals ended with a uh, was it four two win for the Raptors? Yes, <laughs> just like Kawhi. But did you see that Kawhi thing? I've seen a couple. The one where he ended it with the laugh, and it was the fake. La- that was so good. Yeah. yeah, like Tony keeps saying bandwagon. I love Kawhi. It's hard not to like Kawhi a lot, and to see them get that win and Kawhi act the way he is, which is like nothing, pretty much. It's 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 cool to see Ibaka get stuff out of him now. Yeah, Ibaka and him do have good chemistry. Ibaka had him on his uh, cooking show. Do you know Ibaka has a cooking show? I did not know that. That's Shout why he's another reason why he's wearing Draymond Green. Shout out to the cooking show that I don't know the name of. <laughs> so yeah, but I'll even I'll be your defense attorney in this case. So my defense would say that you are not a fan of the Raptors. You were a fan of them in the series to win, and you like Kawhi. So, therefore, yeah. bandwagon fan is not fitting of the description. No. 
current. I, I mean, I, I don't. This is exactly what I told Tony, and Tony just says it to get under my skin. Yeah, it's. I don't dislike the Raptors, but I don't necessarily like love like the Raptors aren't my team. I just yeah. don't dislike any of their players. Like, there's no one on their team. Like, if the Raptors would have played, let's say Portland, right? I wouldn't have cared who won. I would just want to see a good series, right? Because I don't hate either team. You know, it's I, I just don't like the Warriors, and I like Kawhi. If Tyler Hansbrough was there, would you like them better? I don't mind Tyler Hansbrough. No, but would you like him better? Like him better? Like a lot better? No, like because sig- Tyler Hansbrough significantly. Tyler Hansbrough is kind of a wuss. A what? He's a wuss. Tyler Hansbrough, I think every time no. I think of I think of two things when it comes to Tyler Hansbrough. Him bleeding out of his face and yeah, still and, playing and, and not doing anything about Psycho it. Psycho T. Uh, I was more like wussbag T. Oh, wussbag. The tea. other one was the We're game when he was playing against Ron Artest. I knew you were going to say this. And Ron oh, Artest. Oh, sorry, Ron. Uh, and, yeah, and then he apologized to him. He, he didn't mean to hurt him, bro. Ron Artest fouled him. And after. he acted like he was going to fight him. Yeah, after. And then he realized who it was, and he was like, oh, sorry, bro. Pick your battles. You wuss. Pick your battles. You wuss. You do I not g- want any part of me? my good friend, Meta me? World Peace. No, I don't. Psycho T? No, he don't want that neither. Because he's a wuss. No. Okay. Take it back. No. Let, okay. I'm going to call him really quick. Call him. Yeah, I mean, I don't care. You can you can dial him. Tell him whatever. I'll tell I him I forgot his number. I, I, well, I'll call it later. I forgot what his number was. Yeah. <laughs> Psycho T's a wuss. Oh, my. Tyler Hansbro, if you hear this, please come on the podcast. Come on the podcast. I'll tell you on the podcast. I think he's playing overseas right now. Probably because he's a bum. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding about that part. That's very disrespectful. It was. I, I mean, I didn't mind Tyler Hansbro. Some people hated him because he he was I don't. He was kind of like the Tim Tebow of, of college basketball. Really? Like, clean-cut guy like didn't really hear any bad things about him yeah and you know hard worker yeah that's just kind of what he felt like i'd put luke may in that category but he doesn't get the hate i don't even luke may definitely gets the hate from kentucky fans well for good reason yeah i mean he definitely gets the hate from the kentucky fans that uni brow is a power brow right there i guess yeah i guess but there was a speaking of fights there was a a fight that, you know, I thought was going to be better. But I didn't was, see much of a fight. It was still entertaining to watch. I think the Correct. the fight before it was good. Did you the watch women? the women? No, the, that was two fights before it. I did watch that, yeah. The next one, I can't remember who Hey, that one. girl's nice, too. I, we didn't watch that. We actually... What? So, I went to Grant's. What? And Grant, Grant had control of the clicker, bro. Okay. Shout out to Grant. And Grant was like, hey... I was like, he was like, oh, we should watch this fight. I was like, who is? He said it's Lomachenko. I said, I've never watched Lomachenko. He goes, this is the fight that got me into boxing. Really? And it was the undercard for the Pacquiao Mayweather fight. Yeah. And it was Lomachenko, and he ended up knocking this guy out. Yeah. If you've never watched Lomachenko, have you ever watched him? Of course. I see. I don't. I didn't. I knew you were more into UFC. I didn't know how much you like really delved into boxing. No, I, I'm not a huge boxing fan, but I watch major guys, and I've watched like Triple G, Canelo, Lomachenko. Lomachenko, when we were talking on here, he has the best footwork out of any fighter I've ever seen in my he, career. So, me being an amateur boxing watcher, yeah, that's a thing. Novice, a novice. There you go, a novice when it comes to boxing. Like I, the stuff that I was picking up on, it was. My, a lot of it was because Grant was like pointing it out to me, but like this dude literally like kind of 
picked and chose his spots at first, and literally it was like he was a computer. Right. And he was just like, all right, this is what he's doing. This is what he's doing. This is what he's doing when I'm doing this. This is what. And he started pounding this dude in like the fifth and sixth round. And it was just like, what the heck, dude? Like, where was this the first three rounds? The angles he creates and then the pressure he creates. It's like you said, he he's digitizing everything that's going on and breaking it down and analyzing it. And then, bow. He pounces on you. The crazy thing was, is Grant was talking about his amateur status. Did you know yeah. he used the... 300 he, fights? Yeah, they said he's the greatest amateur of all time. He's yeah. 299 of one. Yeah. And, like, to fight 300 amateur fights, and Grant was explaining that stuff to me, too. Shout out to Grant. I'm going to keep talking about Grant and in this, because he was like, yeah, the thing that goes with amateur boxing with where he was from was that he already had so much money, and it actually helped him once he got to professional boxing, because it's like, hey, you know, I already got this money, so I'll tell you what, I'll give you my purse if you fight me. Yeah. Because people didn't want to fight him. Well, his dad was his trainer and everything, too, yeah. and they've got a unique system. He just, he's got a great story. I love yeah. Loma. Yeah, it's he's definitely fun to watch. I definitely want to watch him in the future. Yeah. And the the fury but you still should have watched this girl fight because i'm telling you right now one girl was under class we turned it on at the end okay and grant was explaining that they added her to the olympic roster and she had never fought a professional fight yeah and she's long and lanky too yeah and you know i, I might have hit her up on facebook you know what i'm saying but she hasn't responded yet so you know if she sees hears this she can respond do you know her name i forgot it because you that's know, probably why she didn't respond well, you don't respect her enough to remember her name. I do respect her. All right, whatever you say. But Tyson Fury fought uh, Sam Schwartz. Schwartz came in. Sam. Sam Schwartz, yeah, something Tom. like that. Tom Schwartz, yeah, same thing. You know, I mean, no at this deal. point, at this point, I don't respect him enough. I pumped him up too much last week for him to throw pie in my face. He's a third-rate dosser. I'm not sure what that means. I, did you just make that up? What, no. what is that? No, that's uh, any of my real boxing fans will know what that means. But I'm but not. But you sure don't what even know what it means. Third rate Dosser. That's all I got to say. I should have been like, "Whoa, is he really?" Yeah, should. Sorry, I should have helped you. Out I there. think it's British, to be honest. I think that's like something they would say. But so. like all the crap he was talking, and you and Grant even warned me about it, man. Like this is just what guys do to get people to watch their fights, right? Fury hit him with that Muhammad Ali though, dude, with those with that ducking and dude, it was nuts. Fury, I'm telling you, Fury is the most unique uh heavyweight yeah. that's out there currently. Nobody else in the heavyweight who's who's a good fighter in the heavyweight weight class has any type of style that's like Fury. You know what I told Grant? What? Who he reminds me of? Who? He reminds me of Brock Lesnar. Size, size, his antics, how yeah. dominant he is when he gets going. Okay, like he just. But as far as style, that's what I'm thinking. That's no, not opposite. style, but yeah. no, like the way he gets going and like the, when he sang that Aerosmith song to his wife after it reminded me of the 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 match where Brock Lesnar won. He was like, "Oh, I'm gonna go drink Bud Light because Miller Light ain't paying me enough. Yeah, maybe I'll go home and lay on my wife and flick the crowd off and all that stuff. like that." Showman, it's, yeah, it, that's what it reminded me of. But yeah. like, I was asking you this down there. I was like, could you imagine taking some of those punches that he was throwing at Schwartz? No, like it just felt like, like I could feel my head pounding when I was seeing him just throw those punches. Oh, the power behind these guys are. And I mean, I wouldn't take from Tom either. Tom's throwing heat, but uh, I'm not taking any punches these days. No, I'll tell you this, man. It made yeah. me a lot more excited to watch that Wilder Fury rematch. Yeah. 
Well, you mentioned this before, too. I was wondering when you said this. What what do you think of all the pre-fight antics and, you know, all of that stuff? Because I, I know I've got my own opinion formulated on it, but what's Pre- somebody who... Pre-fight antics as in, like, him walking out with the Apollo Creed stuff on? Well, I mean, that's part of it, but even, like, the press before the fights them being face to face them kind of going about it the way they do um, the online back and forth what I think what's your I agree with you and I think Grant said it as well I think they should go as far as the press antics and everything the face to face I think they should go same day weigh ins I know it's not kind of like what you were going with there but yeah. I think they should do that and, and I don't mind the face to face stuff and the the antics that goes with it they're selling the fight so and you're saying you like it? I do like it, yeah. Okay. So good answer because I agree that I love it as well too. Like part to me it's 50-50. I like the fight, but I love seeing what happens before as well too. Now, yeah. typically I don't want to spend a ton of time watching, so I'll watch the highlights of it, but like the McGregor fights are always classics with all of that stuff. Diaz fights are always classics with that stuff. In boxing, you've got like Adrian Broner who's classic that with dude all that is stuff. Nuts. Yeah. But see, to me, like I'm tuning in specifically to watch him say something crazy. Well, now, I mean, you got to throw Fury in there too. Correct. That's what I'm saying. And Fury, I told you, I've known about Fury for a while, and he's kind of a gypsy at heart. And so uh, I yeah, forget the Gypsy King. Correct. But I forget the other guy who is who trains under him. But he's also like that. And um, they they've got some funny stuff that they put out. The yeah. singing, they they sing a lot of Adele, which I'm not a fan of. But <laughs> yeah, they have some fun. So. Uh, we started a new segment last week. I'm hoping we'll start to get more questions in. Yeah, um, please. Yeah, I mean, I'll give you – we got another question from your dad, which is cool. I like that he asks us questions because he asks us good questions. Shout this out one, Mr. This, Cato. Yeah, shout out Rick Cato. This one's – I think you'll like this question more than you liked the one last week. Yeah, I talked to him about that on uh, Father's Day, by the way. Tough way to break it to your father that you didn't love this question on Father's Day, but we keep it real. <laughs> hey, I, power move by me ahead of time what took my pops to texas roadhouse for father's day that's a power got move. him a full slab of ribs heck yeah man Ooh. he was he like, went ribs over steak he's, he's he into the ribs my, my dad loves texas roadhouse ribs okay me i'm a double house salad ribeye fan you want me to tell you a little secret on air what's so, up so the last time i had shout ribs, out to texas roadhouse shout out to texas roadhouse sponsor the podcast i love texas roadhouse we can I, we'll take food donations i would as well love too. that dude i would yeah. If we didn't yeah. get any other <laughs> sponsorship but that one, I would be okay. I still haven't tried the cheese and bacon fries yet, but I will try them at some point in time. And obviously now I need to try the ribs as well too. So we'll be going there sometime soon. Yes. Um, with that being said, last time I had ribs at a restaurant was Buckhead's. And we were with about 12 people there. And to anybody who's queasy to their stomach, don't listen to this part. But – I ate. Oh, that's what I'm saying for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. My dad was like, so what do you want me to get? I said, Dad, I'm- he is. My dad is not one of those guys that likes to brag about it or anything. Yeah. So, I mean, he probably wouldn't even like to talk about it because he doesn't like to take credit for it. Yeah, but respect there. I, oh, I, I give him total respect for right. it. But he just doesn't like to talk about it that much. So, But your dad, so... The question from Mr. Rick Cadle is, mm-hmm. Do you? by the way, do you want me to ask the question and then answer it, or do you want to answer it? However you want to do it. I trust your judgment. All right. So since you're going to know his stuff, I'll let you go second. Okay. The question is, would you rather be a star team or a substitute role player on a championship team? 
So I'm going to go with I would rather be a substitute role player on a championship team. Yeah. Any analytical breakdown? That's just um, what you want to do? I think do? if you're the other one, I, I mean, people think differently. Uh, I think that you're mostly just like a money guy if you're in that one. Yeah. If you're going to go to that round. People that are like, hey, this is my living. Like, I want to make more money. That's totally fine, but I would rather win. Is on the opposite side of what most of people would choose. So he would rather be a star player on a questionable. He wouldn't say a bad team. He would word this a lot better. Well, this was he's that I literally copied what he said. Right. I'm I'm saying if he were, he would want to be a star player on a team that's you know he's not needing to win the championship and be a role player. He wants to be the man. I I know how he is. I know everything. So that does not surprise me. Me, I literally. At the end of the day, I could care less what my stats are. So my number one thing, I don't need to win championships. I don't need to win anything. That's what the goal is. I want to win one game at a time. So every time I'm out there, I'm trying to win. So you're you're with me. You're a Correct. Role, uh, substitute role. Here's my question right there. What? It was not fun being stars on that on that crappy team. I wasn't even a star, but it was not fun losing, no. No. So another question. Yeah. These – Second, the th- second and third question sent to us by Mr. Tony Robinson. Shout out to Tony. Shout out Tony. For like the 12th time this episode. Tony Robinson? Yeah. Smokey Robinson? Shout out to Tony. His question is, and this is a very good question. When you first hear it, you may not think so. I is, didn't say that. I thought it was no, a good No, I'm question. saying when well, you first read it, I didn't think it was that good a question. Then I thought about it, and I was like, man, that's a good question. Tony, I'm sorry you didn't like your question. Is Anthony Davis, and I didn't word it on the part that I said, is Anthony Davis, if he stays healthy, the mm. the best player that will ever play with LeBron? That will ever play that, with LeBron? That, like, is, is Anthony Davis the best player that LeBron has ever played with if he stays healthy? So this is a yes and a no, and I know okay. you love this. But so the answer is yes as far as Anthony Davis is in the prime of his career. So he will be the best player who's playing with LeBron at the time that he's playing with him. The overall answer is no. The reason why the overall answer is no is because Dwayne Wade was a better player at one point in his career. Whenever LeBron went there, he was a not towards the end of his career, but not in his prime. Gotcha. So no, Dwayne Wade was better. Yes, Anthony Davis is going to be in the prime of his career. My answer is yes, yes. Oh, my goodness. Because if Anthony Davis stays healthy, Anthony Davis has the potential to be has the potential to be a top-ten player of all time. We didn't say potential. We said, is he the best player that LeBron will play with or if has he stays healthy, with? If he stays healthy, yes. Okay, so has. Go with has, then. Don't even say what he's going to do in the future. Right now, where Anthony Davis is, no. yes or no. Okay. Thank you. But here's the thing. Dwayne Wade, at the time that LeBron played with him, is better than Anthony Davis now. Correct. So then it would be yes that Anthony Davis is well, you the can best word player to play with to. LeBron. Yeah, I chose to do it. The best I, Is I Anthony like Davis the best player LeBron has ever played with? Kyrie Irving. I love Kyrie, but I don't know if I would put Kyrie over Anthony Davis right now. Mo Williams. Ugh. Jamario Moon. Ugh. Anthony Parker. Smush? Anderson Vergeau. Is that Smush? No, 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 no. Anthony Parker is Candace Parker's brother. He probably got some good genes. Yeah. Good player. I enjoyed him. Yeah. So, you're saying yes and no? Yeah, I'm wishy-washy. I know that's going to shock you. I'm going yes. Okay. 
Second question, also from Tony. Shout this out to Tony. A, this one's a very good question as well. Hey, did I mention shout out to Tony? Shout out to Tony. Okay, shout out to Tony. Which is better? Yeah. The NBA regular season. Yep. Or, or we're to say the NBA season. Because I think it's what he said, the NBA season or the NBA offseason. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to give my answer first because we're going to be different on this. Okay. And my answer is going to be clearly the regular season. Because the offseason is fun and dandy, but to me the offseason is like watching an episode of, uh, what's that, Kardashian show? Keeping up with the Kardashians. Keeping up with the Kardashians. You know, I'm not into all the baby mama drama and the bing bang boo bada I'm into watching basketball for what it is. I'm a purist. I love regular season games. I love playoff games. I don't care when the NBA is on. I'm watching it. All right. Yeah. Go ahead. Give the opposite side of the spectrum because you're into the keeping up with Kardashians and Orange County Housewives and um, what's another show? Teen Mom. And no, I can't deny that. Thank man. you. I used to love Teen Mom. Used to. I have. I'm being honest with you. I mean, I probably still would love it if I still watched, it, but I haven't watched it in a couple of years. They're on Teen Mom 32 now. Yeah, that's why I'm. So they're like 40 years old now. It's not even Teen Mom anymore. Wait a second. So the whole idea was Teen Mom was they stayed with the same moms. Yeah, a lot of times. Mm. Okay. That's why you know. Spoiler you get, alert. You got to you got to fall in love with them and everything, man. Nah, I don't. I think that's the whole point of Teen Mom was that they weren't good moms, wasn't it? Not necessarily. Some of them were and some of them weren't. Some of them okay. had their problems. Some of them were good moms. Shout out to teen moms. Shout, not... out to, shout out to good teen moms. No, shout out to real teen moms, not like the TV show teen moms. Can I, I mean, they're that? still technically teen moms. It's not like they were <sighs> fake teen moms. Well, what? help me. I mean, you know what I'm trying to get at. So I don't So want... shout out to the ones that didn't get popularity. Casted. I don't feel, because maybe some of them tried. Yeah. Okay, I don't know, but I'm not positive what I want to say here, but shout out to them. So can I give my answer Okay, now? go ahead. What is better, the NBA season or the NBA offseason? NBA season. The NBA season. Yes! Good answer. I love basketball. Now, do I love the NBA offseason? Absolutely. Actually, yeah. you know what? No, I'm changing my mind. Because no, I, um, no, I'm changing my mind because no. the, the, dra- the, the NBA draft is like my favorite thing in the world, and that's part of the offseason. Okay. So the NBA draft, I love free agency, but free agency here lately has kind of hurt me because it, Kevin Durant's gone to the Golden State, LeBron leaving and going to L.A. But This is the one thing I'm going to say. The I'm going to allow you an out here. If you say you love summer league, then that's your out. I love su- I love okay. summer league. Okay. I do love summer league. Then I'll allow I DV- you to say I DVR that. all the summer league games yeah. and then watch them whenever I can. I love summer league. I love summer league as well too. Yeah. So that is a good thing. The draft is a good thing. Seeing what teams are going to be set up as next year are a good thing. I'd rather see them competing. So I'm going off season. I didn't think I was at first, but because I, I mean I love just watching the game. Like you and I have gone to games that like most people would be like, why would you go to that game? And we go and We'll watch. We'll love watching stuff like that. Yep, and we basketball. could be potentially going to a lot more games in the near future. Maybe, yeah, possibly, allegedly. Uh, what would Tony thank you? That's like your third time today. So everybody, <laughs> to all the Asians out there, thank you. Um, what is Tony's answer? I gave what I thought my father's answer was. Answer Tony's those two answer was on yes on Anthony Davis. Okay. And, the and he other, didn't have any didn't, caveat to it. He just said yes. Three I mean, letters. we talked about it a couple of days ago. Right. I can't remember. Um, oh, you really value Tony's opinion. 
Well, I mean, yesterday we didn't do too much talking about this because we were at that perfect attendance thing. Have you guys had any conversations about contracts recently? About contracts with John Wall and uh, oh, and that bum that got traded today. The worst contract in NBA history. Shout out to the Utah Jazz. Yeah, I I shouted out Tony for uh, changing my words on everything when he would make those polls. Power move. Yeah, super big power move. But, uh, no, I didn't ask him what his answer was for the second question. But, I mean, I'd be interested to know. I would be interested. Cause, I, mean, I would be, too. That's yeah, why I was wondering. That's yeah. why I asked. If I had to guess, I'm going to guess he's going to say off season as well, though. I was think, I, I think that might be the typical answer, which is okay. Maybe. I don't know. I think, he'd be, I think it might split down the middle, to be honest. Of just people saying the season or the off season, if you're a, if you're an NBA fan, I gotta be careful how I word this. Then I could see how you say you like the regular season. If you're one of these college only, well, no, we, you're we're, we're we're going whole season, even the playoffs and everything. Oh no, but that's not the regular season. I know I changed it. That's why I said the NBA season or the NBA off season. Yeah, well, that helps us out a lot in our argument. That's stacking the deck, is what I'd like to call that. For you, that's why I'm saying I think it would be fifty fifty. If, if you stack the deck or if you didn't stack the deck. If you go, which one's better, the NBA season or the NBA offseason, I think we'll be split right down the middle. Yeah. I could see that being true. Because there's a lot of people that only watch the playoffs. Right. So that's why if you say NBA regular season, those odds are different. Oh, yeah. You would get probably smashed in that one, if I'm being yeah. honest. Like, I don't think it would be Well, close. it was almost we, so don't say too much bad about it. Yeah. So... I almost, I almost didn't have a power move, man. Almost. I almost didn't, and I thought of one, and I think it's pretty good. But so I'm gonna, cause I'm gonna do a first in beef's beef history today. So I'm gonna let you take the first power Thank move, you. and then I'm gonna say my power move. Yeah. And then my beef, and then I'm gonna send it to you for your beef. You're like four foot away, but you're close enough to where I was almost gonna karate chop you in your throat just to stop you because you know I'm a pretty violent individual, and uh, karate chopping is what I do. But I'm gonna go with my power move. Am I supposed to do my power move and my beef, or just no, my just power, your move? power move? I thought that's what you said. I just wanted to double check because I I didn't listen too well. But my power move is gonna be an interesting thing. And I remember growing up as a kid, I got to go to a couple of the Philadelphia Eagles training camps. And those off-season training camps were held at Lehigh University. And you'd drive up there. I'd go with my grandfather and my dad. Shout-out to C.J. McCollum. No. Shout-out to to my my grandfather. C.J. McCollum with Lehigh. Yeah, he did as well, too. But I'd rather shout-out to my grandfather. Shout-out B.J.'s grandpa. Yep, R.P. And whenever we would go to those games... Um, or to those now you've got me all thrown off whenever i'd go to those um, workouts and training sessions or whatever you'd get in for free and it was like i told you this before david Akers was there right and i specifically remember when i was a kid he's kicking field goals into the crowd so Mm -hmm. you're out there trying to catch i'm acting like i'm trying to catch it but you know really i'm trying to get out of the way because at that point in time i wasn't going to be a great you know he's kicking the ball 50 60 yards whatever i'm getting the heck out of the way but now Philadelphia Eagles are charging to get into those. And so, of course, you're thinking in your head, wow, that's trash, that's garbage. They're doing it for a good cause. And they're going to be donating that money to charity. So whatever money they get from their training camps, they're donating 100% of that. So 
to me, power move, Philadelphia Eagles. Originally, I didn't think it was cool charging money to go to these. Now I can respect it and get on board with power it. Power move. Power move. That's dope. So, I told you I'm doing a first in Beef's Beef history. Correct. I'm mixing my power move and beef together. 92 episodes and you're dropping And this bombs. has never been done. Keeping it fresh. Yeah. Funky fresh, I'd even say. So, recently, did you see who joined the Twittersphere? I did. It wasn't BJ Cadle. No. Which some would say I've got a... But you what? got very close initials to the person that did. This is true. Orange juice. The juice. Whew. O.J. Simpson joined the Twittersphere. And as... Twittersphere? Why do we call Twitter, it Twittersphere? Twitter, it's called the right. Twittersphere. I know, but why? Twittersphere? Twittersphere. Okay. Yeah, you just got to say it faster. Twittersphere. 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 There you go. Okay. I'll practice. So, he he joined Twitter. Right. And he's been doing something since he's joined Twitter. O.J. Simpson's never really been mixed or be what you would call a normal guy. Yeah, I'd go with that. I would say he's always been considered somewhat odd. Well, and part of that is being a professional athlete as well, too. Like, yeah. you're not a normal guy being a Absolutely. professional athlete. So, did, have you heard what he's been doing since he's been on Twitter? I have not. What? So, O.J. Simpson, since he's been on Twitter, has uh, had a little bit of fun finding some of these parody accounts of O.J. Simpson. Oh, my goodness. And you know what he's been doing? So, parody accounts, though, to clear that up. Parody that's account accounts, is right? someone that's a fan or a, someone that's not a fan that has made a fake account saying that they're that person. Okay. Yeah, I've seen these on different things as well, yeah. too. MMA. So, O.J. Simpson decided that he was going to start sending DMs to these people. Yeah. And in these DMs, he's sending just one thing. An emoji. On DMs, is that yeah. everybody can see, or is that just that person? Just that person. Okay. I thought that was the case, but I wasn't and sure. And what is the emoji that he's sending, you ask? An orange juice. A knife. <laughs> a knife. If he did a knife and a glove, that'd be classic right there. A knife is what he's sending these people. That's that's literally the only thing he's saying. This is all making sense, though. For the first time in Beef's Beef history, this has to be a power move. And a beef. And it also has <laughs> to like, be a beef. Dude, like, okay, yeah, like, get those people off your parody account. But, bro, you beat a murder charge and you're do- – what are you doing? He's getting sketchy. He's risking it all, so, risking it for the biscuit. He is. So you all wondered how I was going to intertwine my power move in a beef. You didn't think it could be done. But yeah. guess what? The juice did it. That's the power beef, if some of you out there didn't know. Roast beef, baby. Yep. So Ground I'll, beef. I'll go ahead and go to my beef then. Let's hear it. that was good. I'll give you credit. Credit is due there. But we're in an interesting era, right? And we've got a lot of people who are making up things. You know, you, you do this from time to time. I keep it 100% honest all the time and very factual evidence. But I would say there's a, people out there who claim certain things. One of the modern crazes of claiming is this whole dad era, right? So you got the dad bod. You've got the dad shoes. I'm not going to say dad hat because I actually like dad hats. Dad jokes. Dad jokes. Drop some others. What else do they got, dad? 
Okay, nothing. I get you. But you know what I'm saying. The yeah. dad bod and the dad shoes are the main ones I'm taking shots at. I'm done with it. I've had enough. I'm sick of you nincompoots thinking that you're going to say, oh, chicks dig dad bods over six packs. No, bro. That's not happening. This is coming from a guy who doesn't have a six pack and doesn't have a dad bod. I've got well, a. You, you have like a prepudescent boy uh, bod. I would say that's actually possibly somewhat true. Like it, it's definitely not defined in muscle tone. Um, I am, you know, at a fluctuation of my weight currently, trying to add some muscle on there. You've but been it's trying a to do it your whole life. Yeah, I'd say that's You're somewhat like bowl, true. Bowl. Well, I, I, I would love to have Bobo's skill level. You're more like plate, plate. Listen, just let me get back to my complaints, okay? <laughs> because I've got a serious problem with his complaints, and you're throwing me off topic. But no, no more dad bods. These dad shoes, I don't know if you've seen the dad shoes. Like the New Balances? No. And the Monarchs? I'm, I, I'm, I'm the Monarchs, are okay. correct. Okay, yeah, that's, that's, I'm asking a serious question. So the Monarchs? I know Nike you're Marks. asking, a, but I was very disrespected by the New Balances because I actually Do like, you know what New Balances I'm talking about? Well, I'm guessing the 574 model is what you're Probably. referencing. Yeah, and I like those. So that's why I was a little offended okay. by that. Those are not a dad shoe. But the Nike Monarchs. Okay. Anybody who hasn't seen a Nike Monarch, look it up. Dad shoe. Um, Balenciaga, triple S's, a multiple $100 shoe. Dad shoe, no. Scratch it. So my beef is no more dad bods, no more dad shoes. Dads are awesome. We don't need to drop all these different things with labels to them to try to make ourselves feel better. I've had enough. Uh, the dad shoes that I was talking about were not the 574s. These are the ones I was talking Those about. Those are definitely dad shoes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I don't, uh, New Balance 608 or 624 cross training. The 900 series and the 574s, both of them are, whoo. Yeah. I so, like them. Yeah, I, I can see where you're coming from. I don't get, I don't get it, but I see where you're coming from. Thank you. You're on board. So, do you think you'll buy those when you get older? No, no, I won't. I would not buy them. I would not support them. I would not wear them. I would not suggest them. No. <laughs> well, man, this has been a pretty good episode. But this is this is my favorite part of episodes when we do episodes like this. Right. Because we get to surprise the listeners with an extra segment. Ta-da! And not just an extra segment, but an extra long segment. With an interview, returning guest, friend of both of ours. Former Orange County housewives. He no? was not an Orange County housewife. Okay, my bad. I might have had the wrong person. Former Penn Quaker. Former Penn Quaker. Former Louisville Cardinal. Former Louisville Cardinal. Former someplace in England Scorcher. Former England Scorcher. Scorcher. Former Seawolf. Former Seawolf. What was that? I'm just trying to switch it up. I thought that would be good. It didn't sound. uh, I know. That was awful. No, no, we're, we're good. We're okay. good with what okay. we got. I'm just but trying. more importantly, any others a, I need to more repeat? importantly, a friend of both of ours. Friend of both of ours. Uh, but guys, we have an interview with, like I said, a friend of both of ours, former Louisville Cardinal, Mister Tony Hicks. Hopefully, you guys enjoy it. I think it's going to be a good interview. So, without further ado, Tony Hicks. All right, well, 
Tony, what's up, man? How's it going? I'm doing well. It's good to be here. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. So, man, we were talking about this a little earlier. I yeah. mean, it's been a long time since we talked the last time on, on an episode. The first episode you on was number 15. Yeah, and sure. this is, what, 92? It's, yeah, it's changed steps. It's changed a lot, man. I had some pretty good interviews. You played a lot of basketball. I added this dude to the podcast. Got a lot better. More life. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. I wouldn't say it got a lot better. It got better. No, no, no. Tony's game, not the podcast. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Then, yes, it got a lot better. But, so, how? first off, we didn't finish your season mm-hmm. because we talked in the middle of your season when you right. were in England. So, how did your season end up for the Scorchers? It ended up really well. We had a historic year for the organization. We uh, in the 2018 calendar year, so starting from January, we we were undefeated at home. I think we were like 11 and 0. Uh, we only lost a few games. Uh, we finished in fourth place, I think, which was the highest they had ever finished, and things like that. And then went to the playoffs. I actually won the fan vote MVP. Um, the there, I came in second in the coaches' vote to a guy who was from that country. Homered. So, uh, Homered. No, yeah. fan, fan vote means more. Yeah, fan vote. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I agree. So uh, that that was that was all good. But uh, the playoffs were aggregate, so it was the total of two two games. Uh, we won the first game at home by two, and then we lost the game, the away game by more than that. So, so where did you go after your season there in England? Yeah, I just came back home, was working out and stuff like that, um, and then I was just working out really, spending my time with family. And then uh, it was I was here actually when I got the call about Germany, um, visiting my girl, and I think they called me on like a Thursday, and I was out like the the next week, like the next Wednesday. It was like first or second week in August, and all of the guys had been there since August first, so they wanted me there right away. So I mean, th- that kind of answers the next question. But like, was that kind of like being recruited again, or was it just like, yeah. hey, he does all the work for you? Yeah, no, it was nothing like being recruited. Uh, your agent pretty much does all the talking for you. My agent is from uh, Europe. He's from he's Greek, so uh, which I think is better because he has relationships. He knows these people face to face, other than speaking on the phone. And um, you gotta have a lot of trust in him also. But yeah. I talk to him from time to time, and he'll just let me know if teams are interested, and then if things go forward from there, and there's an offer, then I'll talk to the coaching staff and things like that, the general manager, and kind of just make a decision from there. So what? You went. You left the Scorchers, and then you went to the. What was uh, the name of the team? The Rostock Sea Wolves. Rostock Sea Wolves. What? First off, those are two like weird names. Yeah, they are. And weren't what was the <laughs> what was the mascot for the Scorchers? Well, it was like a dragon. That's kind of dope, actually. Yeah, and like this a one's a, a wolf. I didn't know yeah. they had sea wolves. Yeah, so it's so just it's like right a wolf that swims all the time. Yeah, I don't know. It's right up there on like the Baltic Sea, though. So. uh Mm. That's the thing that like up there kind of like pirate pirate area or whatever. So right there off on the water. So so they just make up like like Kansas yeah. made up the Jayhawk. Yeah, because the sea wolf is not a real animal. Yeah, neither like is a, a Jayhawk. That a lot we of know, know that allegedly, allegedly like yeah. a, like those ligers in Africa. Yeah, yeah. Liger, ligers are real things. I'm, I swear, I'll <laughs> you show you on YouTube. You I will out. show you on YouTube a liger when we no, get on off. On YouTube, it. you can probably put stuff. Yeah, no, this thing is real. They're huge. 
I'm sure. I'm, sure, I'm, I'm not. Sure I'm not kidding. The ligers are real. <laughs> yeah, we things. can tell you're not kidding, but that doesn't mean <laughs> it's, it's I mean, true. it's kind of scary to think about because this thing's humongous. It dwarfs yeah. a tiger in a line. Yeah, for sure. I think it's humongous. So I'd be whoever scared. we need to use that as a logo, I'd be scared. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> and these people are just sitting there with it in this video. I swear, I'm going to show it to you. You're going to be like, "Why are these people so close?" It's in a zoo. Because they they made it them in a zoo. Where's the zoo at? Oh, they, they made them. They made they it. Bred them. Yeah, they or they yeah they bred it in a zoo, and then they had a liger. And I was like, what? See, you believe him? No, <laughs> you're not. Gonna, <laughs> you don't I believe, believe he thinks he saw this. This I'm was a dream. You, he had you're a gonna you're gonna sound crazy until I show you this video, and you're gonna be like, oh, you're gonna be blown away like I was the first time I saw it. Because this thing is huge. Yeah. So. What what was the biggest things that you that you kind of worked on in your game, leaving mm-hmm. the Scorchers and going to the Sea Wolves? Mm-hmm. Well, in England for the Scorchers, I really had probably the best year of my career. Um, a lot of people don't know this, but playing at U of L was really the first time I played point guard. So I really just tried to sharpen up those things, uh, cutting turnovers down. I had a career year. I had a really good year shooting the ball. I had high turnover. I mean, high um, assists like. Six and a half assists to maybe two turnovers. So those things were really good. Those are kind of things that I wanted to work on because I knew I'd be playing at a higher level, yeah. and gaps are going to close. Things will be not as easy. So, so I mean, it didn't seem like you needed much time to to adjust from going from the English league to this German league, mm-hmm. which you were explaining to me down there to kind of tell them before we go to this to this next question, like what kind of you? Because you said you made a jump that normally guys don't make, right? So. Um, in Europe, unless you have like, unless you were like playing in the NBA previously or had a really big name coming out of college or things like that, in Europe you're pretty much gonna have to work your way up every year. And from from where I was in England until where I was in Germany this past season, I kind of jumped, skipped a step. So those are just kind of the things that I knew it was gonna be a high level, and those are the things that I was working on to try to be consistent and do the right things to lead the team. I, I mean, looking at your stats. It, it definitely didn't take you very long to adjust going to this new league, mm-hmm. even if it was jumping a level. Mm-hmm. I mean, your first two games, you scored 22 and 36. Yeah. Uh, my coach had a, had a lot of confidence in me. And a funny thing, he actually offered me a job. He was he coached in Denmark the year before when I was in England, and I didn't notice until I got there the first day. He said, yeah, I offered you the job last year in, uh, <laughs> in Denmark. So he knew who I was. Um, and kind of before the season, he kind of was just telling me, like, I don't think that these guys will be able to guard you. So, so this was like mid-season he offered you to come there? Or this was like no, before no, no, you no. even played for the before, Scorchers? Before I played for the Scorchers, he had offered me a so job. So he had already, like, watched your tape from yeah, you playing for Louisville. Yeah, so. exactly. So he knew who I was. And uh, he was kind of just telling me before the season, I don't think many of these guys could guard you. And if you watch the film, we weren't doing a whole lot special. We kind of were just running pick and rolls and things like that. And I think the game I scored 36, I didn't – take a three like they were all just layups and free throws so teams definitely adjusted after that um kind of i wouldn't say it took a took a tumble but kind of just leveled out uh we kind of had three consistent scores on our team so yeah, yeah for sure. so i mean you yeah because i mean you said it kind of leveled out i mean if you had that many consistent scores because your scoring went from you know 22 and 36 and you ended up averaging what like 15 a game right so, I mean, yeah, and then you all came in, you said fourth? Yeah, we came in fourth. That's that's another, like, interesting point because we really were in, like, third and second the whole year and just kind of how this, the season ended um, last couple of weeks with tiebreakers and things like that. We ended up in fourth, finishing in fourth. 
You know, playing the point guard position and speaking about people not being able to guard you, I've seen this firsthand and little known facts to the Beef Speed listeners. <laughs> when Tony and I are on the same team, we're 2-0. and So, I, you know, I'd like to think that's a lot of credit to the coaching on the sideline by Beef probably, <laughs> but it might also be Tony's talent level. Um, you've played a lot of different Definitely places. Definitely yours. No, I'd, I'd probably say. I, I probably had a couple of nah, rebounds. He's all right. Okay. He's all right, though. He's all right. I, actually, let's keep it real. I think that night I probably shot about 88% because I had all bunny layups, and I maybe had one missed three all night. Yes, I do keep track of all my stats per night. You have to. You when, got to. All you, when all you do is just yeah. play pickup ball now. Yeah, especially that's when that's you all we can shots. do. You got to keep stats. You got to always be better than the last time. Yeah, some of that that's pretty easy to do. I'm, gonna, I'm just surprised to hear BJ shot the ball. I'll, I'm being <laughs> we so, were sharing the ball. I'm being though. totally serious hey, about we this. We were sharing. That's what he I was and I saying. have played together a lot of times. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what kind of shot I get him; he never wants to shoot the ball. No, no, no. You know what it is? So they were keying on Tony, obviously, because Tony was scoring. I mean, 90% they key on me normally too. No, they were not. <laughs> But the thing was, when they were keying on Tony, then there was no help side defense. So if you got a one-on-one matchup and you can't yeah. take advantage of that going downhill, you shouldn't be on the court. Yeah. So it's open gym. I get that's not a big deal. But, yeah, it was all bunny layups. I'm telling you, blow by one person, finish at the rim. If anybody helps down, kick out. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't go in the pickup trying to just, like, dominate, especially when there's new people. I don't want to just be, like, trying to take over. So I kind of just try to fill it out and things like that. I wouldn't do that. I would just – Just just I, take over every, heck every yeah. time. Heck, yeah, I'm there to just ruin your life. Yeah, but if you're in a new gym, you know, sometimes guys – Don't, don't invite me back. You want to get better. <laughs> you want to get better, you invite me back. Or game bucket. Game bucket, you got to get the ball. I don't care. I'm yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Especially if it comes down to it. But you've played a lot of different places. Um, you've you've had a lot of different teammates over your career. Who's somebody who's your favorite teammate you've played with? Yeah, um, probably I would definitely have to say a guy I played with in England my first year. He was my backcourt mate, Alex Awumi. Uh He's in his 30s now. He actually is an author. He has, he's got a few an books author. out. I don't know if you guys have heard of Qaddafi's Point Guard. He's got a few books. He played, he played at uh, Georgetown. Uh, so he's a really good guy, but he was just a great guy for me to have as my backcourt mate my first year. Showed me, showed me the ropes, so to speak. We stayed shot all the time. Uh, he was just a good guy. I talk to him to this day about basketball and life, so, yeah. for sure. That's good to have somebody like that because mm-hmm. it's like you said, you're going into a different culture. Everything is changing. He's been there, done that. The thing that stood out to me is you were even talking about somebody getting shots up. I bet you – you know, a lot of these people are taking it seriously, but you're over there trying to prove a point, trying to move up to the next league. So I yeah. bet you that helps out a lot too. For sure, you'd be surprised though. Like, even when you go play professional basketball, you you deal with the same problems that you deal with in, in, at the college level, at the high school level. We're st- we're people at the same at the same time. Guys have different motivations or lack of. So you you'd be surprised. Yeah, I bet you there's some talent level that's uh, falling off because they weren't working. But I was also thinking about this. We try to have a little bit of fun on this podcast. We try to joke around a little bit, right? So my question is, who's the funniest player that you've played with? So I've got two answers. Off the court, like in the locker room, just shenanigans. To this day, I think I said this the last time we were on, Ray Spalding and Quentin Snyder are the funniest duo in America, probably. It's all uh, a couple right there, too. It is, because yeah. they're actually like quite different. 
if you watch Ray like on the court or whatever, you probably wouldn't think he talks much. And he doesn't really talk much, but Q just knows how to get under his skin. It's just one of those things. Q <laughs> just is just annoying him and Ray, and he'll just spark a light under. Well, Ray. see, Q's one even more that you don't think talks. Exactly, exactly. But it's the opposite. I so it's yeah. the opposite when he's off the court. Yeah, he talks sure. all the time. Yeah, <laughs> that see it does it because he always got like even I remember his freshman year whenever Chris Jones got kicked off the team. And they were like, "Well, he's gonna he's gonna have to take yeah, a bigger he role." Up with big time. He did, but mm-hmm. they were like, "He's just gonna have to he's gonna have to talk more." And he never it his game his game was always spoken with how he played. Yeah, for sure. And it just never. But to hear you say that he talked a lot off the court, it's kind mm-hmm. of funny. Yeah, that's just his personality. He's just into the game, so you can't really knock him for it. He's getting the job done. So, so who was the other? You said there was, was oh there yeah on the court? for sure. So the guy, this is guy I played with in England. Uh, his name is Gerald Robinson, about six eight, two fifty. But he would just, and he would he would hurt you in practice sometimes too. But then when he get touched, he'd be like, "Oh, so this is what we doing now? We we, we playing prison ball now?" He'd ask those type of <laughs> you questions. You know, what this sounds like yeah. this sounds like DJ. Oh, this, no, is, hey, this is exactly how DJ it. plays, dude. <laughs> DJ, made, I'm telling you, if DJ ever asks you to play open gym, don't do it. Because yeah. he, he is will, dead serious. I'm yeah. you, he'll check you going down the lane, man. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, this ain't hockey. Mm-hmm. But you foul him, man. It's the end of the world. Yeah, for sure. And, it's uh, the end of the world. Like if, in a game, during a game, in huddles and things like that, if he I feels he like he hasn't to touched the ball, uh, I'll be for sure to make sure he listens. If he <laughs> hasn't touched the ball. He'll he'll uh, come in the huddle. He say, "Hey, we we gotta swing the ball. This ain't this ain't high school. This ain't JV." So he was just saying, we would all just be looking at each other like, "Is he serious right now?" It's just some of the funniest things. Yeah, Trying that, to get his touches up. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. And he's a he's a hell of a player. Trust me. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it was. I feel like it would be kind of funny because I felt like. You could say whatever you really wanted because you're in a different country. So a lot of these, there's a language barrier. Uh, so well, in England there wasn't a language barrier, oh, yeah. but in Germany, uh, everything that we did was in English. Like my coach is Serbian, so we spoke English all the time. But there were only four of us who were foreigners on the team, so everyone else was German. And so everything we did was in English. But if they wanted to say something to each other, sometimes they speak German, sometimes they speak English. So yeah, for sure. Nice. Kind of cut you right out the conversation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if they so, wanted to, real yeah. quick. So you, so you led your team in scoring and you led them in assists. Mm-hmm. And like you said just a minute ago, that like you moved up a level. So I mean, they had to feel pretty good to not only lead your team in scoring and assists, but lead them to the playoffs. I mean, they yeah. had to feel pretty good. Yeah, we did really well. Um, the the team had just moved up from a low, uh, the league a uh, league underneath them. So I don't think that. Teams around the league was expecting us to be good. I don't even think that our management and coaches expected us to be this good. I think that they said twelve wins was what they and were hoping for. Thirty or no, no, not 30. thirty games. I think we won around twenty, twenty games, something like nice. that. So we we ended up doing much better than everyone expected. Uh, and credit to us, like we just hung in there. We thought that we we believed in ourselves and we just got it done. I was nice. thinking about this earlier. Have you seen any of the ball in the family stuff on mm-hmm. Facebook? Did you play against any of those teams in England who were on there? Uh, the no. London Lions? Oh, yeah, we played against the London The guy who okay. won MVP played for the London Lions. Okay. And he didn't – a lot of those guys who played a lot during the rec- – didn't play in that game against the uh, Ball Brothers. Yeah, it looked like because, that might have been yeah, the case. Yeah, because uh, I was there when this was happening, and we were, like, keeping up. And before the game, I was like – they gonna lose to these to this to to these ball brothers, and it happened. But once I saw what what was actually going on, a lot of the guys weren't playing and things like that. So, do you think? I mean, again, I this is pure speculation. Right. 
Do you think that it was set up like that to make that show better? Honestly, I have no idea. The guy, the, the guy who's the coach of the London Lions is like just like Lavar. If you if you saw the if you saw <laughs> yeah. the uh, the ball in the family episode, you can kind of tell. So, Two peas in so pod. yeah, exactly. So I I have no idea, but I wouldn't be surprised if he sat some of those guys. He was like Lavar was like, hey, you know, take a little bit of this. Yeah. I got. They I had mean, some of their younger guys playing for sure. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I, in my opinion, of course they sat him. I'm saying yeah. I don't want you to say that because I've watched that show. I like that show. I was actually telling him about that show. But you could tell him watching the game, okay, this team that they're bringing yeah. over there is not the world's greatest team. I watched team. a lot of the show, and then I watched some of the recent episodes because I wanted to see the one when that the Allen stuff came in, the, guy, oh, the okay. family friend. Yeah. So I watched that episode. and I mean, the show is weird because I can't – I've gotten to a point now where I can't stand LeVar because he just doesn't stop. <laughs> but then when you watch him on the show, he's almost like totally different. Yeah. It's crazy the persona he puts on. And I don't know, did you all see today that ESPN said that he won't be on anything anymore? Because of what he said to Jalen Rose's wife the other day? Oh, okay. I don't think that he meant it in any way, though. I, think I don't that, know if he did or not. But that, I they, think they the were way like, that hey, she reacted was, was what probably yeah. caused that because she was taken aback but I don't think that he meant it like that yeah well and let's keep it real she, that's a beautiful woman yeah, so I, sure. I don't think he was trying to suggest anything I think yeah. he was just being silly and being right. him and he said well I think he said switch a lanes you yeah can, we can switch, switch lanes, lanes. Anytime. what's that I mean yeah you can sure. switch lanes with me anytime you want or something like yeah, that yeah but that's what yeah. I'm I mean, saying we, I don't know I, what does that even mean <laughs> exactly exactly that's what I'm right saying. it doesn't mean anything <laughs> bad I mean he, he probably said it and then realized in his head that sounded kind of funny let's roll with it. Yeah. yeah, well, she, the way that she reacted, I think, for sure, made it but Yeah, they came out today and said he won't be on. Wow. They won't quote him. They won't have him on any of their shows, nothing, for the foreseeable future. See, he said well, beef with them before. I don't know about but, that if Lamella Ball is going to be the number one pick, though. <laughs> that's, that's not happening, by the way. He won't be a number one pick, no. I don't think. I think no. he's a I, – I will say this. He's with, better than a lot of people think. Okay. Yes. Oh, I, he's I, a great player. That's what I was exactly you, – You think he for real could be a number one pick? Number one. You know what? See, this is a sticky situation because this this implicates, like, college basketball, NBA basketball, and just USA basketball as a whole because for this kid to go overseas – Two two top kids going to Australia. Yeah, and him then, and him. Yeah, yeah, and then they're both projected lottery picks for next year. So if they do that and are both lottery picks and he's the number one pick, what is that going to say to a lot of other kids coming up? So yep. I think this is going to be a really interesting year. I'm Things interested to see sure. where uh, – what's his name? Uh, Blazely? Is that his name this Darius year? Darius Blazely. Yeah, Darius mm-hmm. Blazely. I'm interested to see where he goes because yeah. I think that kid could be a steal for somebody yeah, like – he's really good. I played with him uh, in Chicago. He played for Mean Streets. So I played pickup with him before. Like, like I mean, I think he ago. could be a Mitchell Robinson type pick. Like, he's where, really good. He's actually got a lot more game than people know, like as far as like handling the ball and shooting and things like yeah. that. Well, we were talking about playing in games, and uh, we were thinking most people have some type of pregame routine, or most people have some type of flow that they go. Traveling overseas is a whole different ball game. So sure. we were wondering, do you have any type of pregame routine? Um, if so, what do you do before the game? Well, after shooting around, I'll just go, whether on the road to the hotel or home or whatever, shower, eat something, eat something light. I I don't really have a routine. If we're at home, I'll just eat, like, pasta or a sandwich, nothing too much, and then I'll take a nap, and then after that, head to the gym. But I don't really, during, like, pregame and things like that, I'm listening to music, and I have a few things that I'll do. Like, I'll start at the basket, work my way out, just like everyone else, but... There are a few different things that I'll do just depending on how I feel. And then once uh, once we start team 
this team pregame and things like that. Uh, take the music out and just get Lock ready for the game. Yeah, for sure. Get kill mode on. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about this whenever you said this too. You're talking about sandwiches or pasta or something like that. Mm-hmm. Is that carbs based? Is there something to that? I know I've had coaches in the past who talked about eating mm-hmm. pasta before a game. Is there any truth to that, or is that just that's just what you uh, enjoy? I think so. Uh, I've kind of done that. Everywhere I went, even even right. if it wasn't something that, even if we're on the road, just like teams that I played for, they've always just given us pasta and things like but that. But Tino does that, don't he? Doesn't he suggest some of that? Yeah, even uh, back in high school, and we have, we'll eat at the at Minardi and things like that. We'll eat okay. pasta, and on the road, that'll be there and stuff. That's probably because so. he's Italian, though. Yeah, I'm sure that's not the only <laughs> yeah. reason. But I'm telling you, I've heard from trainers and stuff yeah, before. That's sure. what they suggested. There was a, before uh, some people said, all right, if you don't want pasta, eat pizza. Which it's all the same concept. Oh, I'm all about that. Yeah. You like pizza instead, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it, it makes me think too. What's what's your favorite pregame meal? Then you said maybe a sandwich. Maybe is there anything that jumps out to you that's your favorite? Not really, to be honest. Um, I love fruit, so like that's something that I I'll, like during the season, especially that I'll just snack on. Yeah. And every day, basically, I'll eat some with breakfast. And if I'm just chilling and relaxing, I'll just. What's your favorite fruit? Putting you on the spot, honeydew melon. Okay, really? All right. Yeah, that's all different, right? right? It that's is. A, I wasn't you, you expecting don't see that. it, and you don't. You know, you can't find good honeydew melon all the time either. Yeah, yeah. seasonal. What yeah. do they do? These different countries have different fruits too. I've, no, they do have different fruits, but you can pretty much find all of the normal things. But I'm sure okay. where I was, all of that stuff was like probably. Do they have like lighter type fruits and stuff? Like where they're like bread to fruits together. Dragon fruit. Uh, I don't think no. so. <laughs> Dragon fruit. Like, yeah. like the ligers, right? Yeah, yeah. like a like a liger fruit. <laughs> no, nah, I don't think yeah. so. Uh, <laughs> that would be kind of cool. Like I'm normally wolf. just eating on like I'm like a citrus type guy, so pineapple, watermelon, cantaloupe, those type of fruits. Okay. I banana like gra- for the potassium. You gotta have the potassium. Yeah, like bananas. Grapes. Bananas are amazing. Grapes got potassium too. I only eat green grapes. I like green really? grapes. I'm too. weird like that though. No, I, I was like, gonna say there's a specific reason you said only green. I'm just weird like that with certain things. I like green grapes better than than I mean I'll eat the other ones, mm-hmm. but I like green seedless too, right? Or do you like the seeds? Seedless. On? Okay, yeah. Sure. See, if you like seeds in your grapes, you're kind of weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You shouldn't get that. Hey, one time I got some grapes and they were cotton candy flavored too, which my guess is that's you know artificial flavor. Yeah. That's probably not good for you blew my mind because i got them by accident i rang them in i'm like 12 dollars for some grapes what in the world just happened and then i saw on the outside of the bag cotton candy flavor no how do you think they do that um probably not with good things yeah, it's right? like that liger stuff dude i'm telling yeah. you there's stuff going on we don't know about yeah, it's right. illuminati grapes no. <laughs> <laughs> you took it there so so you all end up making the playoffs mm-hmm. you say you won what 20 games somewhere around there yeah somewhere how, around how did y'all do in the playoffs uh so it's funny how the season ended like i said we were in like second and third place the whole season and um just by the luck of the draw how things ended up with tiebreakers the last few weeks uh we ended up in fourth and the team that was in second ended up in fifth so we played them the first round and we lost to them they ended up winning the championship but even after that round they had to play the team who was in first place pretty much the whole season so and the main goal in the league I was was to to make it to the final just because the top two teams move up so one of those programs were very disappointed like I said it was our first year so we didn't have high expectations yeah. but those two teams had very high expectations so how crazy would have been if you're all's first year in there you all would have won and then moved up that would have been nuts y'all yeah. moved up two leagues in two years yeah we, and uh 
it was something that like our GM was talking about. They didn't even know if they if if we would have made it, if they would have been ready to with sponsor sponsor wise and just budget wise because the budget everything has to increase and grow if you move up a league. So because they weren't like I said, they didn't expect us to win that many games and no. do as well as we did. How do they get knocked down too? How do you drop a league? Is that last uh, place? The bottom two teams. Is it? Yeah. See, I remember seeing all that ball in the family we were talking about earlier. That's It's all a fight and mm-hmm. all a grind to get to that. That's an interesting – I kind of like that. How many different levels are there over there too? Uh, well, it depends on each country. Okay. So it's it's really different in every country, and, uh, and it depends on what country you're in also because certain countries aren't basketball countries. So, for example, the second league in Italy – will probably be better than the first league in Albania. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just depending on if it's a basketball country and things like that. So, yeah, it, de- it just depends. And the team's expectations is really what what goes into the budget, into what how much you can pay your players and things like that. So the teams with more sponsors, normally in bigger cities, things like that, have, have a better chance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It sounds like baseball almost. Like the uh, Yankees have a bigger payroll, so yeah, a lot of times yeah, they're basically, they're better. Like the Red yeah. Sox, because there's no luxury. I yeah. mean, I'm sure is there a salary cap in those leagues? No, and it kind of just goes off of uh, they kind of base all of their premise off of soccer, just because soccer is so dominant in right. all of Europe and on planet Earth, and so they kind of just base all of their everything that they do off of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking about soccer, did you play any other sports? Growing up? Yeah. I played football my whole life Did until you? sophomore year of high school. What position do you play? Quarterback. Okay. Yeah, I could see you being a problem. Uh, I could see a scrambling type of quarterback, yeah. but also... I was a utility guy. I play like punt returner or receiver sometimes. <laughs> Antoine Randall Hale yeah. over here. Yeah, good luck you, tackling him. Do you remember him. that guy, Antoine yeah, Randall Hale? for sure. From he's, he's from right over uh, in Harvey, right by my... By my house in Chicago, yeah. yeah. That dude literally, he would like punt the ball and yeah, kick, do kick field goals, quarterback. <laughs> like, that dude was nuts. Yeah. Punt the ball for the other team, go catch it, run yeah. a touchdown. <laughs> I'd be pretty impressed on that. You play for a lot of different coaches, though. Some of them more popular than others mm-hmm. as far as notoriety. Um, now two coaches overseas as well, too. Mm-hmm. Um, who would you say or which coach would you say is your favorite coach you've ever played for? Uh, so favorite coach that I've played for? Would be Coach P. He definitely knew how to get get the most out of his players. But the coach that I have the best relationship with, and I still do to this day, for sure, is my coach at Penn, uh, Coach Allen, who's an assistant now for the Celtics. Um, he was just someone who took me in. He kind of gambled with me, uh, yeah. bringing me in, and uh, it worked out. I know his family, know his kids, his mother, all of those things, and he's. Been playing basketball for a long time. Played for Minnesota Timberwolves. Played like 14 years in Italy. It's been feeding his family ever since. Wow. Nice. So, yeah. Well, and he's probably going to have to do a tough job right now at Boston because they've got a couple of interesting things going on. I yeah, was they got a lot going on. Yeah. They Horford wants out, supposedly. Oh, no, he he opted out for nah, sure he today. opted out. Yeah, yeah he, but they're saying even with opting out, you know, you can re-sign. Yeah. They're yeah. saying he doesn't want any part of that. Yeah, not, they said yeah. he's, like, completely cut contact with them at all. Yeah, at all. Like, like he don't want to talk to him. He's ghosted him. Yeah. <laughs> that team's going to be in trouble. If you lose both those guys, yeah, you've got a young core nucleus. You've got a couple of defenders. Yeah. I mean, what do you do? Though. I mean, you have a lot of picks this year and next year still from basically stealing them from the Nets. Right. Yeah. Do you pick or do you trade them and try to get players back? I don't know because they're already so young, right? The East yeah. is really up for grabs, but what what superstar that's a free agent would come and fit in with them? 
Yeah, I mean, that's a good question. I, you know, I, what, would, what, besides, would, what would happen if Kawhi came there? Besides an Anthony Davis. Well, they, a lot a lot would have to go. Like yeah. Some of those wings would have to go. Probably, yeah, That's yeah. a position you probably don't want to look for. Exactly. A small forward position. Yeah, that is true. They already got like a Tatum, thousand wings. Jalen Brown, even Marcus Smart is a two, but exactly. it's going to defend your three. Right, they're kind of loaded at the I kind of wonder where Rozier's going to go. Because Rozier is... Yeah. I think his I think his days in there are done too. Just the way he felt with what what yes. happened. So if Kyrie's out, then who's going to be your point guard? Also, well, I was going to say if Kyrie's out for sure, Rozier should think about staying because yeah. he already knows that system. He's got yeah. a relationship with the coach. Yeah, I think he could do good things. He's already proven he can do good things there. Yeah, I, I'd like to has. see him there. They looked good. I mean, I'd love to see him do well. Ago. Yeah, I'd like he, to see him do well, and the Sixers beat him, and the Cavs beat him. I mean, that's what I love to see. That's what I, I mean, you're, you're absolutely right. That the, the East is up for grabs because you don't know what the two guys from Philly are going to do. You don't know what Kawhi's going to do. You don't know right. what Kawhi's going to do. You honestly still don't know what the two guys from Boston are going to do, even though you think mm-hmm. we think we, they do. But, I mean, heck, we thought Paul George was going to L.A., exactly. and you don't know. I it's think, it's crazy, man. It's I think crazy. in a few years teams like Atlanta are going to be really good. Yeah. Orlando's been really good this year. They surprised a lot of people. Yeah. But I think teams like Atlanta are going to be good and uh, Indiana are going to like – because they've already got, like, some good pieces in place and all they need to add is a few more guys and they'll yeah. be right there in, in contention for the East. Yeah. See, I thought Indiana was going to be that team this year. Mm-hmm. We actually did a a, a preseason, like, preview last mm-hmm. year. And that was my team that I, I think I put them in third as well. Yeah. And then Oladipo gets hurt. Yeah, and they, they were right there. On, yeah. They were doing really well. They just – they made some good moves. I mean, getting Tyreek, who's – that was a weird situation, too, by the way. Just yeah. him out of nowhere just getting banned for two years. Well, it wasn't oh, out yeah, of nowhere. He had that. some past violations. Yeah. But it was. You still, in my opinion, he should not get. I mean, hopefully. I don't know how to work. Hopefully he can go play overseas somewhere. And oh, he would be totally fine to do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, even if he doesn't play, he'll be totally fine. Because think about it. He's made enough money where he's he's not got to worry about yeah. that. But. He's going to end up in that, in that Chinese league that we were talking about. <laughs> where he's just going to be making a, a bunch of money. and Scoring 80 again. Yeah. Oh, man. He could, too. <laughs> so, you, you played in England and you played in Germany. Yes. Which country did you like better? As far as basketball? Well, let's go both. Let's okay. go both. Basketball... I mean, I like them both, to be honest, basketball-wise. Uh, the level of competition was better in, in Germany. The coaching was better in Germany. It was much more structured. Um, but England was tailored more to my game. It was up and down. Uh, we ran also in Germany because that was kind of a strength of our team. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I guess I just have to say Germany because it was the more recent, even though you look at the stats and things like that and say I had a better year my first year. But... I don't necessarily think that's the case. Our scoring was pretty balanced. Like, I averaged around 15. Uh, our three-man averaged 14, and our two-man averaged 13. So, it was kind of balanced scoring. Um, as far as which country, I like them both, honestly. They were both fine, but obviously I would say England because I was, like, 30 minutes outside of London. I could just hop on a train and be in London, and nice. there's no language barrier also. Yeah, yeah that, that sure. definitely would make a bigger difference. Yeah, for sure. So you're back in town now. Obviously, you were mm-hmm. telling me earlier you got an apartment here and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, who, who are you? I see you working out and stuff all the time mm-hmm. on Instagram. Who are you working out with? Um, I work out with a few people. Uh, Phil Morrison. BRP uh, product. Yeah. Uh, I remember watching him play against Sebastian Telfair. Who's Christ, yeah. I, I work out with him in Mid-America a lot um, and other places. But uh, I also know Ryan Wheeler. Uh, shout out. Coach, uh, assistant coach, New Albany. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I can go to U of L whenever I want. Also, I met the coaching staff uh, a couple weeks ago. They told me the doors open whenever I want. 
Nice. So have you gotten to work out with the current teams at all? No, I haven't gotten to work out with them, but um, I know some of those guys. Uh, I know Ryan. Uh, some of the guys like Jordan and Darius, that class, they were on their visits when I was there, so I know them. But other than that, I don't know any of those guys. Yeah. So what you said you've gotten to meet the new staff. Mm-hmm. Well, you said you met uh, Coach Pegues. Yeah. You met um, – was it Coach Murray? Luke no, Murray, just or? just Coach McGeese and uh, Coach Mack. Coach yeah. Mack. What do you what do you think of those guys? They seem really cool, really down to earth. They said that I can come by anytime. Yeah. Uh, I had uh, a much longer conversation with Coach McGee because it was one on one in the office. Coach Mack yeah. was like getting stretched out or whatever. I don't know if he's trying to play basketball or whatever. But have you seen that dude's hands? I just saw it yesterday. <laughs> His hands are humongous. Are they? Yeah. That's like Rondo. Yeah, it, like because he's he was, not he's not very tall. He, his, He's maybe six three. Yeah, but his I'm telling you, his hands were huge because mm-hmm. he was signing basketball. So I saw okay. like his hand on a basketball was like, oh my god! Is he a former player? He looks like yeah, he, he played. played for Xavier. Okay, okay. That's what was so crazy about getting him to come from Xavier's. He played for Xavier, mm-hmm. but like his wife is from here. She went to Holy Cross over in Louisville. Yeah, but Louisville is you know the big one of the biggest markets in yeah. America. So. And that was an opportunity. Up. Yeah, that, for sure. that job, ACC basketball. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I agree, but yeah. I mean, still. For what he was doing at Xavier, because he was turning yeah, it. Yeah, they he were was... doing really good well. Yeah, for sure. They were a team that you have to reckon with every year, and they were kind of dominating their conference also. Yeah. He got some good players to go there, too, mm-hmm. which Xavier's thing was you weren't going to see. I say Xavier. That's not the correct way Xavier. to word it. But, yeah, Xavier. <laughs> uh, you, you didn't see a ton of high-level recruits. It was all, like, system-based stuff, mm-hmm. right? Which the recruiting system is flawed. You know, you, you don't hear of a lot of big-name guys. But it was interesting to see all that, too. And we just had the NBA Finals finish, right? Kind of an interesting finals in general. We had interesting playoffs as well, too. Any thoughts on the playoffs? Any thoughts on the finals? Did it surprise you? Did you think they had a chance? There were a lot more injuries than I thought. Uh, I think uh, everybody can agree with that. Honestly, I I did not think the Raptors would win, even if Kevin Durant didn't come back. Yeah. I thought I felt that the Warriors would just rise to that occasion. Yeah, uh, I feel like I've been seeing Clay Thompson do things off the ball, um, not just catching and shooting that we haven't seen him do, and I just feel like we haven't. He hasn't had that opportunity to show us. But yeah. I'm, these are things I'm sure he doesn't practice all the time, and that he's capable of doing. And he kind of was showing us that um, in some of the games, and I thought that they would step up, but. And then he got so hurt. You're friends with Damian Lee, right? And mm-hmm. you say you knew him from when you from when he played at uh, yeah in Drexel. Drexel, yeah. So I mean, were you kind of cheering for them because that was your buddy, or did you just want to see a good series? Well, or? I know, I know. I also like know Forever and Fleas from Chicagoland area. Yeah. I played against. We're the same age, so I played against some AAU and stuff yeah. like that. So I have ties in both places, honestly. But uh, I wasn't really. I don't really root for anyone. I kind of just watch basketball because I'm a player. Yeah. So I kind of just watch it as a student and things yeah. like that. But it was a, what I liked most was the way that they were competing. That was just like high level competition, especially from guys like Kyle Lowry, who's not the biggest or most skilled or things yeah. like that. But he just competes. Yeah. It's funny, man. Van Vliet was part of two of the funniest memes that I saw recently. Did oh, you see that? the the picture of him and it's like everyone knows a barber. It looks like him. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, yeah, that, that's, that's a good one. He said that to me. I was like, like, yeah. <laughs> and then the other one was when he had the eye, when he got hit yeah, in the eye. Yeah, and yeah. it was like, it looked like he was crying blood. Yeah. And it was like, when your crush calls you bro. <laughs> hey, he stepped up too. Yeah, yeah he, he did. Give some credit, man. but his, like his nickname his whole life's been Steady Freddy, and like really? that's just really that's what's just who crazy, he is. man. Is when we played them in the Final Four, like 
I never would have expected Van Fleet out of all of them mm-hmm. to have that type of role on an NBA team. Yeah. Like you thought, Clean Anthony Early would, yeah, or yeah, for sure, or Ron um, Baker, yeah, Ron Baker would. Like you thought, those guys were going to be the ones mm-hmm. that were like a steady roster type guy. Mm-hmm. But Van Vliet is just like yeah. that dude can stroke it from yeah. one. He can handle pressure. Yeah, like, he's he's exactly he can handle pressure. He's really poised. I think it helped him because he played at an early at an early time in his like. He's, I think yeah. he started as a freshman. Yeah, at, yeah, at for Wichita sure. State. At Wichita State, yeah. So like him playing in big games because they played a lot of big games when he was there the whole time yeah. he was there because on the road. Yeah, yeah. About it. they're not getting a lot of teams to come there. Yeah, for sure. Because I guess that was his sophomore year or junior year when they were undefeated. I think it was his sophomore year. Yeah, and so he was there for a while. So yeah, for sure. I mean, he played in a lot of big games. So I guess that's. Kind of what yeah, you were saying. It, it just never seems like the moment's too big for him. Like he's no. he's 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 at ease. That's also a good situation for him, though, in Toronto. It's like you said, you got Lowry in there, and they can play together mm-hmm. or they can play separately. You got some bigs who can protect the rim as yeah, well. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. They got a lot of size inside. Pascal, Siakam, mm-hmm. and the, mm-hmm. even Ibaka back there blocking shots. Gasol is going to take his six fouls if he needs yeah. to. <laughs> but then at the same time, it, the matchup worked out kind of because the Warriors aren't aren't going inside really so it was it was an easier matchup for him well and they put him on Steph that's what mm-hmm. I was impressed with I was like you know I, I don't know if he asked for it or if that's what Nick Nurse wanted mm-hmm. but man to step up and take you know take what, that challenge yeah well, what somebody would say with the best player on the court I like that out of him yeah for sure I mean, he down. was he was the Warriors' best player for sure because I mean Kawhi was the best player in in, in the playoffs in my opinion. Yeah. But Steph was definitely the best player playing for Golden State because you had Durant going yeah. down and all that stuff. So yeah, to step up. to step up and guard that player like you're saying that that takes a lot. Offensively too, I know Kawhi was probably the best player on the court, but offensively, you think probably Curry is the guy who's got the most in his bag. Yeah, Maybe. he's got a, he's just got a magnetism about him. Uh, he just draws so much attention. That it gets other players wide open shots, yep. even if he's even if he's on the other side of the court, it'll get a, a guy on the other side of the court a wide open shot. All yeah. three levels too. I think about Steph. I think his floater game is a little bit underrated because finishing below the rim. It is. But, but I bet you he could probably improve that. Out of all of his levels, I'm, I'm sure he could improve that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've got a couple of rapid fire questions. This okay. is my personal favorite part of the episode. You know, I, I would like to say it's a lot better than Beast's questions earlier, but that, okay. that's just my opinion of it. So Yeah, um, it's because you didn't have to do the research. <laughs> that's because I told you I know his game from seeing it. It's very <laughs> so easy. So if you're not familiar with rapid fire, he asks you the question, say the first thing that comes to your head. Okay. Yeah. It's I, very tricky. I know rapid fire is confusing, so I appreciate well, the, that. Well, remember the last person we did, we David, he sat there and for like 10 minutes, to, and, yeah. and it's like, you're supposed to just Try answer. To give an explanation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right and wrong. All right, so we'll start off with an easy one. Favorite off-court shoe currently? Giuseppe Zanotti. Really? Mm-hmm. That's we got to keep going, though. It's rapid fire. Right? Well, you threw me <laughs> off right away. I was like, okay, out of all I was not expecting that. I'm sitting here looking at the AM1s, and I thought, all right, maybe something like that. Mm-hmm, Anyways, mm-hmm. Next, next question. Favorite off-court shoe of all time? Jordan 1. Okay. Favorite on-court shoe currently? Currently, um, Kyrie 5. I knew you were going to say that because I saw the black and gold ones, which are fire. Yeah, thank um, you. ID. ID, I like it too. Yeah, yeah those were fire. Uh, favorite on court all time? That's tough. I don't honestly, I don't know, but I would have to say Jordan Four. 
I play really? like, yeah, and a lot of people wouldn't think that. But That's a heavy shoe, yeah. Yeah, but I got buckets in them, so. That doesn't surprise me. Um, favorite basketball player of all time? Kobe. Good answer. Favorite athlete of all time? Probably Kobe, too, right? Let's just, let's go, let's change it. Let's go favorite non-basketball athlete of all time. Yeah, who wrote those questions? <laughs> uh, favorite non-basketball athlete? Neymar. Really? Yeah. I was thinking football because you were talking about football earlier. Really? It is football. That, that is football. You American? Form of <laughs> uh, what, what player would you say you modeled your game after? Nobody. Good answer. Um, is there anybody in the league who has a skill set that is most similar to yours currently? No. Good answer. Uh, <laughs> One of a kind. I, that's why I like to hear it. Uh, favorite movie of all time? This is tough. I thought I was going to be like ready for this. I didn't but, like uh, this question either because I got like three or four. If yeah, you tell me, like, I'm going to be like, oh, it could be. so many movies that I like, you know, but yeah. I guess. Um, it's like your pregame meal could change on the day. Exactly. Uh, not, see, you are both wrong because I know what my favorite movie is. Do you? Yeah, Seven Pounds. You don't watch a lot of movies. No, I watch Seven a lot. Pounds. I do watch them. Seven Pounds is my favorite movie. Will I love Will Smith, Smith though. I don't know. Rain Over Me. Limitless. Limitless. Okay, I like it. Um, most devastating loss ever. Loss. Wow. Never lost. Never lost. Shout yeah, out to LeVar. Yeah, you lost your nah, contract I'm with lost. ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> don't mind. Nah, I've taken some else before. The most devastating loss ever, Michigan, NCAA tournament. North Carolina has a couple losses to them as well, too. Mm. Uh, Yeah, you didn't sound too happy about the Tar Heels there. Uh, (laughs) Favorite win ever? Favorite win? Probably this this past playoffs. Maybe just because it was the most recent. Um, We lost in the series uh, in the playoffs 3-1, best of five. But every game was very, very close. Uh, Probably the game that we won, I would say. Yeah. You say 3-1? Yeah, so we lost the first game, won the second, and then lost the next two. So he and I had this thing going on this, because that was the, that was the last rapid-fire question. Mm-hmm. So you're off the you're off the heater now. So, yeah, because they were so rapid-fire. Yeah. That first day, when you said that first afternoon. What was the shoe you said? Cause I don't, even, I don't yeah. even know what that is. Is that yeah, a car? they just some designer shoes. Yeah. I don't have any. I thought I maybe like any. a Balenciaga Triple uh, S or like something that. like that. Yeah. They're like that. I don't have a pair. You say yeah. you want a pair. Yeah. You can probably get some knockoff ones in like a no. different country. And nah, just tell everybody they, they're real. They're real out there. Yeah. All of the designer stuff is from over there. You can probably get it for cheaper. Nah. Not, not as much import. You know, it is, it's a little cheaper. It's a little cheaper. Yeah. They ta- they ta- they're get. taxing us Americans. Oh, yeah. I mean, just tell them, tell them you're not American. <laughs> <laughs> you got fake an accent or something, man. Uh, you're not getting away with that. No. <laughs> Never not. They know. They, they know. They know because most of the like the African Americans and stuff are from Africa or you know what I mean. So yeah. it's just a different complexion, just completely different. They they can tell you're American. You gotta go to Tannenbaum or something. Then you, <laughs> then you can start getting some designer stuff for for, for cheaper. Yeah. I'm trying to help you out here. I'm trying to help you get them shoes. I don't because I still don't even. You've said it three times. And I still don't even. I couldn't even Google it. Yeah, they look nice. I yeah, because you couldn't nice. spell it. How are you spell That's what I'm Sheppy? saying. I can't. What is it? What is it? Again? Giuseppe. Yeah, see, I'm totally not hip at all, I guess. Sorry. I, don't, I don't even know what it those are. It's cool. It's cool. So, man, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for coming on, dude. I, no problem. I'm, I'm anxious to see what, what the future holds for you. For sure. For and, sure. Yeah, I mean, I, 
I should know doors, something pretty soon. Doors always open, man, to come on here again. Yeah. We'd love having you on here. I'll be sure to let you know, let both of you guys know when for I figure sure. out. For what's sure, next. man. For sure. Uh, what, I mean, we'll, re, we'll be releasing this tomorrow. Hopefully, everybody will like this. I thought it was pretty fun. Yeah, I had a great time. I'll show you the liger after we get it done with here. B, so, BJ is very funny. No, not very funny. And that sounded real confident. Oh yeah, uh, I had a lot of fun. He said you have no fun. He just he just said you were he just said you were funny, and yeah. you're, yeah, now you're you're bashing. That's what I'm saying. I ain't lying. lying. You're lying. I'm sorry. To this all is the natural. This is a natural conversation. I know you guys, so yeah. you know. <laughs> and you so, did beat up on me too bad. I did play against him that first night, and he beat us. But he made sure like he had a couple of moves. And one of the guys who was on our team was like. Hey, I've seen him make this move every time. It's inside out, finishing on the right. And so I saw Tony look at him like, oh, okay. So later on, he ended up guarding him. No, it wasn't oh, the same. Oh, I didn't hear that. Right oh. Yeah. See, yeah. see, now you need to take my mentality. I'm predictable. If I had your skill set, I'm killing everybody. I'm yeah, I was, you know, I was being a point guard, moving it around. But we won. Like, as long as we were going to win, I was confident, you know. Yeah. So. so you said you all lost 3-1. So we have this thing going called a lock of the week. Mm-hmm. So... We it's the first one to five wins. So okay. you gotta keep up with this because once I come back and beat him, I'm down three one right now. Oh, okay. Not He's happening. gonna have to cut his hair into a mullet. For so it's a the first one to five wins. It's the first yeah. one to five wins and okay. I'm down three one. It's not it's not going too well for me. At the moment. Just call me the Cavs. I'm coming back. This is like make or break right here. Like you're not, oh, coming, absolutely. You're not coming back from four one. No, I'm coming back from three zero. I was down three zero. Oh, okay. So, so yeah. I'm coming Mo- back. He got momentum right yeah, now. Keep Absolutely. giving. <laughs> I'm on a one game winning streak. <laughs> but one of us is going to have a mullet for a month. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're gonna look like <laughs> we're gonna look like uh, Billy Ray Cyrus. Yeah, and y'all, we y'all both got beards, so it, it's gonna be just a lot going on. It is, <laughs> it is, and and I already it's made a friendly the, way of putting it. Right and I already <laughs> told him I was like, look, man, because my hair is shorter than his, obviously. Right. And I was like, look, if I end up losing, I'll grow my hair out for another month, and then I'll cut my hair. Right. He was like, all right, that's fair. I said, but I'm not gonna have to worry about that because I'm getting my hair cut as soon as as soon as I get five. <laughs> As soon as I get five, I'm cutting my hair. Yeah. As soon as you get five losses, you're correct, my friend. No. <laughs> but Tony, thanks for thanks for coming on, man. Sorry we had to do this twice. No, it's fine. Everybody you know. else won't know this, but yeah. I'm an idiot and didn't plug in the cord for the thing, so we started completely back over. Yeah, we were about sixty percent finished at the time. Yeah, it was it was a pretty good amount into it. And I was like, <laughs> you've got to be kidding me. So Tony, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Anytime, BJ. Maybe you can that. help with the research next time. I got you. Yeah, it's fine. But I'll, I'll do a little RNA on the court. We'll yeah. figure it out. <laughs> it's fine. I try to do as much like learning about where I'm at when I'm over there but as yeah. I can. Take you should take my advice though, man. You should do like a a vlog or something or like a a thing following yeah. you over there. I think it'd be pretty cool. Let them let them know on the comments if you guys would like that. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So what we were saying was we think Tony should do like a YouTube channel type thing where he follow like get someone to follow him and just show certain things like workouts or like in practice stuff mm-hmm. like anything like that and what it's like to play overseas because yeah. none of us know it. I mean, we can ask you this stuff here, but mm-hmm. we don't really sure. know what it's like to experience yeah. that stuff. And a lot of people are misguided about it for sure until you actually get there. Yeah, yeah, and. You'd be able to show that. You'd be the new ball in the family. 
I'm probably a little boring compared to them. <laughs> yeah, I think we all are. Yeah, we call you. It's from where you were talking, be like nap in the family. Yeah, right. Yeah. Nah, seriously. Hey, can you watch? I know it's you know next year you're not or this year you're not sure where it's going to be or whatnot. Can you watch any of those games live? Yeah, I, I, everywhere. Internet, honestly, right? yeah, on the internet. Uh, there'll be like streams and things like that. Yeah. There was something on our for our entire league. You could have watched every game. The only thing is, it was all in German. That's so, all right. All okay. you hear, I turn off the music name. anyways or the commentating. I just want to watch the game. Yeah, yeah for sure. The commentating's in German, but the basketball's yeah. in English. Yeah. So all you hear is like <laughs> pick and roll and the names. <laughs> or three points. Well, Tony, thanks again for coming on. I said it already, but more than welcome to come on anytime. Uh, you got anything you want to shout out there? Like, Yeah. Any, huh? I do. What you got? It's my girlfriend's birthday tomorrow. Look at that. Nice. Dude. I wanted to give a big shout out to her. She's sitting in the back holding it down. <laughs> and she had to sit here and wait while we did this twice already, yeah, right, too. So yeah, we're that's grateful. My She's actually too. probably pissed. And she got locked out in the rain, too. <laughs> oh, it was raining when it was. It, Oh, man. Yeah. The door was unlocked, right? No. no it was You locked, was locked it? It wasn't unlocked. I told you I had to go back there. This is a conversation it's, off there. It's his fault. It's his <laughs> fault no, you got no, rain no. on it. It's BJ's fault. Wouldn't have been able to open on. it anyways. There's no handle on it. There's no door handle. That's what, it's whatever. So thanks for waiting, too. Yeah. So that's pretty much it, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. Happy Anytime. birthday to you like tomorrow. Yep. So, Tony, thanks for coming, man. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you. All right.